with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it there. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. Live on all the internet's webs and tubes, it's Mike Check Radio with Adam Ebert. Live on Any Mini Weekly Radio, streaming worldwide and podcasting who the fuck knows where. This is Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert for Saturday, December 9th, 2017. And uh, it is four days past my birthday, and all is still right with the world. Anywho, uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm not too big on bir- on my birthday. I uh, you know honestly. Wait, god damn it. Okay. Anyway, uh, I'm not big on my birthday. Uh, for the same reason I'm not big on Christmas, which is once you're no longer a small, cute child, no one gives a shit about you. Oh, now that's not true. <laughs> your friends i hope wish you happy birthday i know i did oh yeah they did they did <laughs> so we care you know but uh really really fancy gifts anymore unless we buy them ourselves or have oh, wonderful spouses who do <laughs> <laughs> but anyway i i if will you prom- prefer adam you know we, we could have delayed the uh the sigma 227 until december oh but that was the perfect birthday <laughs> present that was a perfect... But anyway, uh, I'm probably going to end up being public enemy number one after tonight, but we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, join oh. me, as always, out of the great city of Missoula, Montana. The king of Montana approaches with his war cat's boots and snowflake! It's John Kendall. Hey, how's it going? Uh, Do you want a yay? How, how, are you feel, how are you feeling this week? You, you, were, you were under the weather last week, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm feeling better. I you know I've just been, you know, kind of working on, you know, making sure I don't get sick. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So we don't we don't need to uh, cancel the necromancer, Michelle. Okay. <laughs> I can't have any fun. I can't. Have She's any gonna fun. be disappointed, you know. I, I, I would be too. <laughs> no, we weren't seriously. Yeah. All the good necromancers. <laughs> all the single necromancers. All the single necromancers. The guys are just dying to date her. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, also Bad. joining us. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, <laughs> dying to date her. <laughs> Necromancer humor, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> all right. Also joining us of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master of Mike Trek Radio, uh, Miles Lagan. Hello, and uh, yes, what a great Saturday it is. Uh, right here, our 
We had a cold front come through earlier today, and it is now, it's supposed to get to a low of 45. What? Oh, dear. Florida. That's still shorts could... weather for me. Yes. Wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it says. All right. Uh, and, and actually, I do, I've got something you're going to have to watch later. Okay. Uh. Steve Bloom, Mary Elizabeth, Steve Blum, I keep pronouncing it Bloom, Mary Elizabeth uh, McGlynn, uh, basically the cast of Star Wars Rebels played a game live on Twitch, played a game of, of the Star Wars RPG live on Twitch last night. And uh, oh, cool. Steve Bloom, Blum, I keep, I need to stop saying Bloom, Blum uh, was playing a droid who spoke like your stip- your stereotypical Jewish mother. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> Anywho, uh, also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle, Michelle, did you see the uh, level 20 Battle Royale on Critical Role on Thursday? No, I did not. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. I feel oh, bad oh. about it. But. Oh, my God. It was, I will say this, D&D isn't a great system for, um... Uh, you know, player ver, you know, PV- PVP. It, uh, you know, um, and it showed in this. But you know what, guys? I mean, there's just so much hate. Like, I guess they were getting hate mail. Um, or especially uh, Marisha Ray, who plays Keyleth, who, spoiler alert, won. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and it's just like, come on, guys, it's a fucking game. Yeah. It's a it's a game. That's that's the kind of thing that is like really super weird about the internet. Like, um, there was a kind of like a a little uh, snafu, well, or whatever, in the uh, Magic the Gathering community like two three weeks ago, and like you know Boogie two nine eight eight made a video about it and whatnot, and. Like, people were hating him for, you know, having this opinion that, hey, you know, maybe um, when you play a game, your assholeness should be, you know, not, you know, not enacted during the game. And it's just, like, weird to me that, like, people get so fucking sensitive over these games that, you know, they send hate mail or whatever. It's just hilarious. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And like I said, you know, you're lucky they even share this with us. You know, they they didn't have so, to... What, they had some big gladiatorial fight between everybody? Uh, yes. Um, usually, if people team up to kill the strongest, then the next strongest, you know, just saying. I don't know how they, how they proceeded, but in a free-for-all... The strongest doesn't necessarily win. I can tell you the strongest did not win in this because I had uh, I had a hundred gold on Grog. <laughs> okay. And uh, you know, I, I mean, wow! I now understand the power of uh, of a level twenty druid man. Yeah, that can be potent. Cool. So, uh, what the hell? Oh, I see what the problem is. I'm trying to log into Twitter, and uh, there we go. 
Durr. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so as I as I said, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna end up uh, public enemy number well, one tonight. Before that happens, uh, yes, it is. There is gonna be a low of about forty here in Port St. Lucie tonight. I was just curious, what's the current weather like in Missoula? It... <laughs> Sorry, I had to find my mute button. Um, right now, we are at a cool and comfortable 21 degrees. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was um, the other night it hit 14. Um, we've had, like, between uh, Monday and today, we've had, like, highs of like maybe 25 and then you know it hit like 19 and then 14 and then you know we it's funny because like um missoula is you know there's like uh like i i from where i do pt we're like five or six miles away right back yeah around there and um they have snow oh well a smattering of snow, a skiff, if you will. But over here where we live, like, we have no snow. Hmm. 21 is pretty cold. That would be, I, if I was in temperature like that, my, my back muscles would start cramping on me. I would be in agony. Yeah, it's it's really, it's, it's hard on my leg because I've been, uh, I have nerve damage because I've been, uh, hospitalized 13 times with cellulitis which is an infection of the leg well it's an infection but like it's hit my right leg every single time and so you know my legs are kind of, well my right leg mostly is kind of messed up and like every time that cold wind hits it's like ah oh, okay quick question for the two of you okay which one was your favorite? Which one Which what? Flavor? Which flavor? Oh, oh, uh, I love the molasses ones. Oh, cool. See, nice, I, earthy, cinnamony. I liked the, um, the, uh, citrus ones, like the lemon blueberry and the, um, key lime white chocolate. But one kind of mini critique... I wish there would be there was more of a citrus flavor with mine. Oh, she, oh really? We, we we kicked the notch up on those uh, uh, on the recipe on the the key limes because yeah. they're, they're it, it's it's yeah the the key lime comes more as the aftertaste. Yeah, and that it, you know it, it was yeah it's hard I, to do it really strong because if you do it too strong then it ruins the flavor of the cookie. Trust me, yeah. I already I already you know I've tasted these cookies a lot. And I I pointed out the, the 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 weakness of the key limes flavor, and it's been yeah. kicked up a notch. So you can at least taste it now. We're gonna yeah. bam it up a notch, bam, boo. The um the, the 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 lemon blueberry one should have been nice and citrusy though. I like, I don't know. It's I could taste a little bit of the lemon, but you know, like I like I said, I I like them where you know. They punch you in the mouth with. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like a little stronger then. All right, yeah. no problem. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, take take a lemon peel and squeeze it into your mouth before you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. 
<laughs> and then after that, you know, take a shot at tequila or whatever, right? Well, sure. As you do. Very cool. Anyway, so Kenny, right. Kenny was asking Saturday why I would go to the Christmas party when I don't like my job. The thing is that my job and my coworkers are two different things. Second, I go because I got $30 in gift cards at this party. Well, that's so, always nice. There <laughs> you go. So there we go. Uh, two, two of my store gift cards and one for Sonic. But, uh, you know, uh, anyway. Uh, I, I I don't know how, how to say this, so I'm just going to go and say it. I can no longer support the Democratic Party as a whole. I will still support. I will still support. You know, Democratic candidates. I feel meet my my standards. Um, but the fact of the matter is, now they're just mindlessly lashing out without thinking about the implications of their actions. Um, and I I think that's what the whole case with uh, Senator Franken proves. Don't get me. I, I don't get me wrong. Having the moral high ground is nice. I'd rather have it than not. But let's look at this analytically, which is what a lot of people aren't doing. And that's what drives me nuts. Yes, we will get an interim Democratic senator from Minnesota. But now this well, seat is now this seat is vulnerable. We're going to have to spend money defending it in a race that would have pretty well been sewn up because Franken was extremely popular in Minnesota. I still don't see that big of a problem considering the dispopularity of Trump. I don't see. Well, you know, we said he would, you know, he, he got caught on tape bragging about grabbing women by the pussy and still managed to win elections. So all the conventional rules did, were out. Did he win that state? No, but that's not the point. Okay. The point is he shouldn't have won when he came out as a serial sexual predator. No, he I, still I agree did. with you. You know, I'm agreeing here's, with that. I'm just not so sure we're going to lose this seat. Uh, is it a done deal? No, but now we have to spend money to defend it. Money that could go to flipping an, uh, Arizona or Nevada. I, I hear what you're saying. Or hell, even Montana. Like, you know, we could get fucking Steve Daines out of here, get Tester reelected, and, you know, put... Gene giant party in his place. You know, I am not defending. You know, I'm not defending sexual predators by any stretch of the imagination. But when we when we forced when when the Democrats forced Franken to resign, they basically allowed the Republicans to equate what he did, which was put an arm around a woman's waist at a for a picture, with a sec a child predator. Yeah, I, I see the, the, the discrepancy, yeah. They're, they're about to put a fucking pedo in the Senate. They don't I care about, you know, here's the thing. Like I said, the moral high ground is great. When it's relevant. The moral high ground isn't relevant unless both sides of any given argument share some sort of common morality. And it, we don't. You're, you're, you're correct in that there are a, a segment of the population that no matter what will not vote Democrat. Now, let's just talk about the shades of gray where you start shaving off some percentage points when a person of moderate thinking sees 
a party embracing the alleged pedophile and you see a party not you start shaving more and more of these points away and uh i mean i hear what you're saying but this isn't i mean you're talking the extremes and i'm looking i'm looking to shave those points trump won by what i mean he lost by three million votes but in some states, he, he, he it was like what, it was fraction, fractions was, of was, a percent of one percent. Right. But here's the thing: so you start I would rather saving those percentages. Go ahead. I would rather take a Senate seat today than a hypothetical Senate seat tomorrow. Well, we and, still have the Senate seat today. And here's the thing: here's the thing. You think that the Repu- Randy Rhodes brought this up yesterday, and I think she has an excellent point. I think we're being played by the Republicans on this because. Do you honestly think Republicans weren't listening when when Christian when Kristen Gillibrand said if if this more of this comes out Franken's got to go? Do you really think they're beyond making shit up? No, not at all. Because no. we they lie shamelessly, repeatedly. And like I said, you know, they say, oh, well, you know, if, if Roy Moore wins the election, uh, you know, we'll, we'll expel him. We will refuse to see him. And now they're saying, well, you know, if Alabama sends him, we'll take him. Now, just to, uh, just to be clear, I am absolutely in agreement that Roy Moore is a utter monster compared to the things that Al Franken did. But Al Franken did apologize, which means there's a little bit of fire where that smoke is coming from. You don't apologize for nothing. Well, you I mean, the charges if they're false. He's if here's the thing. Innocent, you fight he said he said he didn't remember it the way she did. I'm sorry if <clears throat> you know. I'm sorry if you were offended at that behavior. He apologized because because that's the classy thing to do. Well, I mean, I I even though uh, Miles and I are uh, eternal rivals for <laughs> Michelle's heart. Are you going to um, agree with me? <laughs> I yeah I agree because it's like you know when all this stuff about Louis C.K. came out I mean you know I'm not a huge fan of Louis C.K. or whatever and then you know one woman came out and said yeah he you know jerked his wang in front of me and then you know another one and another one and another one one is a tragedy Two to three is a statistic. It's, you know, the starting of something. Like, and, you know, he came out and said, it like, yeah, you know, I jerked it in front of these ladies. And so, you know, like, but he, where there's, yeah, where there's smoke, there's fire. But here's the thing is that some of these accusations against Franken were not credible. You've got a Fox News anchor. Yes. True. Show, you know, again, that picture of him <coughs> supposedly reaching, you know, you can see the fucking wall through his fingers. <coughs> he wasn't touching her. And I'm yeah. sorry, in that in that it instance, I believe Franken. It was, it was staged. staged. Photo. It was a staged photo. So we're th- we're forcing a man out without any sort of <coughs> excuse me, trial or hearing just because maybe these are credible. Meanwhile, the Republicans are saying, you know what, Roy Moore is going to vote for the batshit crazy people Trump wants to put on the on the Supreme Court. We'll take him even though he's a fucking pedo. Now, uh, so I'm please little, tell uh, me uh, how both parties are the same. Well, I'm going to confess some ignorance here in that 
I don't fully understand how Franken was forced. Oh, come on. No, I'm serious. If someone I mean, keeps he... bothering, you know, if you if you get keep if you keep getting hammered from enough sides, you just want to say, "All right, I'm done." If you make a decision under duress, you are being forced to make that decision. Oh no, I'm not. I'm I I I see why he he resigned. I mean, that's his call to make. That's his call to make. It's not like it was a gun in his head. I appreciate that there was a significant amount of pressure. No argument there. I agree there was significant pressure. But I'm just, I'm trying to make sure I understand the word, when you say the word forced. Oh, come on. You, just, don't, you don't think he, was, he wasn't forced? Come on. You know, and again, I think that this was a setup because, you know, you got... You got Democratic senators like uh, Kirsten Gillibrand saying, you know, if, the, if this keeps getting worse, he's got to go. He's got to go if, it, if another woman comes out. And you don't think the Republicans overheard that and start saying, huh, oh, I'm not one more, huh? Try some shenanigans. I'm not, dis- I'm not debating that. I'm just pointing out that when you've got someone like Franken where you're getting uh, – yes, I – I will agree with you that not all of the accusations against him were that credible. You know, there's some that you kind of look at and go, eh. But again, enough of that smoke. Some of there is some fire. So I'm just saying, if we try to rally around him and the Republicans are just saying, see, you're guilty of it too, by removing that arrow from their quiver, now but, you've just got this. Now when Roy Moore, presuming your state doesn't, you know, totally f up. Just saying, if Roy Moore takes the Senate, he's going to be the sole um, attention grabber of the Senate. And you think the heat on Roy Moore is going to go away? Not with this cultural shift we're experiencing. Hell no. But you think this this neutralizes it for the Republicans? No. They're still gonna they're still gonna use this against they're us because do, they have no shame. They have they no have shame. Them. They value tax cuts over <clears throat> the shame. Absolutely agreed. And now we get back to the point I made before about the shaving of percentage points. So how many people in America, yes, you got the far right that's like tax cuts, tax cuts, tax cuts, but you got that percentage that we start shaving away going, wait a minute, he's a pedophile? Holy shit. I, I don't care how much tax cut there is. I can't, I can't support this anymore. And those small percentages start coming over or at least stop voting for the right. You uh, know, I, I mean, some people, I think some people are so like ingrained with um ingrained in party lines that that's um that's what they'll vote you know speaking of i i had a conversation with my father over like mm, the other day and um, you're a brave man kendall uh, well <laughs> me and my dad can talk about this kind of stuff and i was like you know when was the last time a democrat was um elected in granite county for a county commissioner seat and it was over, like, 30 years ago. And then, like, he won once, and then he was behind in the race um, for re-election. So then he switched to Republican and won. So, 
you know, there there there's been one, but you know, it it just kind of shows that like the um like people are now so ingrained into their party lines that they're like, well, you know, he may have you know diddled a kid or whatever, but you know, at least he ain't one of them you know pro choice you know baby punching Democrats. Yeah. I, well, I, I, mean, I hear what you're saying, Adam. I just don't see this as the big doom and gloom of the end of a party. I, I hear what you're saying. I just, but it's a sh- even. Let's say I'm wrong. It's still a show of weakness. You don't think the Republicans are salivating over the prospect of even just forcing us to spend money on this seat? Now, you don't think that the, the the Democrats are likewise not salivating at seeing a millstone like Roy Moore being around the GOP party, totally destroying their uh, moral high ground Ex- oh, in an upcoming election again I'm serious. here's the thing I, I, again moral high ground is nice but it's irrelevant it's irrelevant when one side has no morality I'm not talking about the side that won't do it no matter what I'm talking about the shaving of points you know that's why I'm talking meant- about the extremes I'm talking about the shades of gray The people in the middle. The people that really <clears throat> don't know how to vote one way or the other. The bell curve in the middle. You and I are solidly Democrat. We're not going Republican. There are people that are solidly Republican. They're going to vote for a pedophile because they need tax cuts. I'm talking about people that sway their vote one way or the other. When the, when the election, when the economy goes to shit under W and they go, holy crap, my wallet's squeezing, it's hurting. I got to vote Democrat to fix this problem. Those, there are people out there that are looking at this going, what the fuck? This guy's a pedophile. There's enough accusations. I believe it. I can't vote for I can't vote for the GOP for this. Screw the tax cuts. We'll get them later. Get this guy out of there. Because I'm a you know, I'm a real Christian, unlike the fake faux right wing Christians, but I'm just saying. That's just my I'm you know, I, I hear what you're saying. The Republicans are absolutely salivating, but come uh, November of eight, 2018, you and I are going to see a real interesting... I think you and I are going to be giddy over the polls. I mean, yeah, I know. Tr- Hillary was leading over Trump and the polls were wrong. Well, not wrong, technically. She won by three million, but you know what Look, I'm saying. This if, time next year. If we take the Senate next year, I will walk down Main Street Enterprise with my pants around my ankles saying, I am a fucking ninny! Well, well hold on, I gotta get a pencil and write that down. <laughs> I don't Pants. think it's going to happen. <laughs> Pants around ankles. Ninny. <laughs> I'm just saying, like I said, if we both, you know, if if there was some sort of shared moral fabric in America, we'd be fine. The problem is there I isn't mean, anymore. That's what happens when you let, like, okay. religion... Uh, come into like because the right now is like the bible party you know they'll stand around and thump their bibles and you know claim that they have their you know righteous and indignation Indignation. but it's like you know there's you know bastardized christianity which you know is like oh god abortion is murder you know whatever whatever but, you know, and then there's, like, the Christianity. The the kind of Christianity I can actually kind of agree with is, like, you know, the love 
your neighbor, you know, as you would love yourself. And you yeah, know, Jesus as a philosopher, you know, which I'm, is I, I'm I'm pretty cool with the South Park version of Jesus. I like him. He's he's actually pretty decent. Now, would this philosopher Jesus be after the philosopher's stone? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> he can already transmute wine, water into wine. Why would he need the philosopher's stone? Um, are it, you thinking he's a, a uh, are, I'm sorry, go ahead. Are you are you thinking he might be a homunculus? He could be. New Philosopher Jesus with a, with Kung Fu Action Grip. <laughs> oh, that, that's awesome. Yes, Miles. Uh, if, 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 if it's time for a break, I thought we could just come back and then real quick give Mich- get Michelle's take on uh, on this, get a women's perspective. No, you're right. I, I have dominated this way too much. I, I've been a no, tool. No, no, no. I've been a it's tool. Fine. You express your opinion. I express mine. John I'm expresses ch- his. I'd like to hear Michelle's. That's all. I'm, change- I'm changing my name starting next segment to Snap On. That's how big of a tool I've been. Post-it note. <laughs> Put the post-it note down. No, no, that's right. I got one. I got. We're good. I said, "Put it down, Lagan." It is down. I'm writing on it right now. As we speak. <laughs> now, when you say win the Senate, you mean fifty-one? We win the the majority. Speak. We majority win a majority. Now? Simple majority. Okay. I'll settle for fifty-one. Pants, ankles. <laughs> Pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's actually writing it, folks. He's actually... <laughs> I can write it during the break. Alright, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. And I'm sure he's a nice guy, but I think he's like the thing. He only imitates human behavior. He's not actually human himself. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Fire. It's a 
Hall. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new 2016 episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Stay with me and experience the glory of Plaid Sundays, two gigantic hours of grunge running from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern, here on Indie Media Weekly. Whether it's the distorted guitars or the emotive lyricism, few can deny the lasting influence of a genre that dressed down a generation. So turn it on and get inspired. It works for me, and I know that I'm not the only one. Plaid Sundays, only on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Ciao. Lights out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Normally, we here at Indie Media Weekly would do these station IDs, but today we have a special guest. You're listening to Indie Media Weekly, and I'm Lex Lang. That's IndieMediaWeekly.com, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Look at you, this fat butt, flabby arms, and this ridiculous belly, and utter disregard for personal hygiene. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Yes, I've got a fat butt, flabby arms, and ridiculous blood, but my dedication to personal hygiene is impeccable! Anyway, <laughs> joining us as always on the great city of Missoula, Montana, John Kendall and his war cats, Boots and Snowflake. How are they handling the cold? They... They know when it's cold because they stay usually during the summertime or whatever. Um, when they hear my sister come in, uh, they'll get by kind of get by the door to get the warmth. But now they know it's winter, so they'll get close to the door, realize it's cold, and then run away. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, cats. Those damn cats. All right. Also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, uh, Miles Lagan, the GM Galaxy Master of uh, Mike Check Radio. Yes, and today we just had a nice house full of friends. We are playing a little uh, pen and paper role-playing game. 
It was a, a Shine Tower based game. It's a, it's a cool. It's, it's, it's a fun game. I oh, just had. Role play game. Uh, yes. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You were first. Okay, I, I just I just had the quick question, Adam. Uh, I hope you know your schedule now, and we can set a start time for tomorrow. Uh, I work until uh, 6.15 my time, so 7.15. I'll be home around 6.30, 6.45 my time. 6.30, 6.45, so uh, you'll need a little time to set up? No, I mean, just you know, I'll change and that's it. Oh, so like eight eight p.m. Eastern time is what you're saying? Yeah, and well, why is that too late? We can, we can well, run well, a couple hours. It, it, it'll it'll be it'll be uh, enough for us to initiate the the show to initiate uh, initiate. The, the... All right, but no, here's an idea. This is you got so spoiler alert. Uh, Miles and Michelle will be joining me on the ground at AWA 2018 this year, this coming year. Yeah. So yes. he, here's what we need to do. Shelby, oh, a co-interviewer. I thought you no, were. I will not. No, it's you. <laughs> no, you. No, you. Uh, you know what we need Rock, to do? Scissors, go. With all these, with all these voice actors playing Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, we need to organize like an invitational one-shot Dungeons and Dragons game. And you're gonna game master it. I was gonna hire. I was gonna. I was gonna draft <laughs> Michelle. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I mean, we got. She's, she's she's stressing already about the game we're about to play, <laughs> and you wanted yeah. to you wanted to have celebrities show up for a no no, no pressure. No, no, no. Can't do it. <laughs> no, no. Please I mean, don't I, do this to me. Don't. <laughs> All right. I guess I will. I guess I will GM. I'll do it. Okay. We'll get. You know. We'll see who gets invited. I'm. I. You know. I want. I want to interview Mary Elizabeth McGlynn so badly. She okay. is just. Uh, anyway, also joining us support St. Lucie, Florida, Michelle Lagon, the DM of My Check Radio, but not AWA sp- Special Invitational One Shot Dungeons and Dragons game, twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's me. No, I, you know, I think I'll, you guys will enjoy the game. I'm just very intimidated knowing that you guys are critical role watchers and i i can't do the funny voices all i can do is i can't do voices play. look the only and, real and, voice i've developed good story. <laughs> the only the only voice i really developed yoda i can do yes all right but you know what else i really want to do right now hear what? michelle's opinion about our last segment yes Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I was definitely not about to say we're going to talk about the greatest American zero. (laughs) We'll do that immediately after. All right, right. yes. Um, I may not be the most eloquent person in the world. Um, And I have my my own personal views on what's right and wrong about touching, about... Um, uh, you know, anybody, this goes for men too. I mean, you, if, if anybody feels uncomfortable with the way somebody is touching them, that is wrong. I do not equate 
what Franken did to Moore or the drunk. But some of the so you know some of the sources I don't have a problem with. The first one came out. Yes, he apologized. She took his apology. That was great. When the others came out, it's not for me or anybody else to tell a woman or a man what it, that what makes them feel uncomfortable shouldn't. I've been there. I've had verbal assaults that have made me feel uncomfortable. That, you know, hurt just as much as a physical one would have. So, um, yes, Franken, a lot of pressure was put on him. He decided to resign. Am I trying to say what he did is as bad as maybe getting arrested for hiring a prostitute to dress you up in diapers? <laughs> no. And, but the Republicans don't see it the same way that the progressives and the Democrats do. And we try to police our own. Yes, maybe, you know, it might have been a bit strong for what Franken did, but we don't know, you know, the women's, you know, we, we can't really know the women's side from it other than what they've told us. And some of the, poor, the, some of the people are incredibly credible to me. So I, 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 I cannot say that they did not feel what they felt. And it's... But yes, it is not the same as a pedophile, uh, a, a, a alleged pedophile. It's not the same as an alleged, alleged, alleged sexual um, groper and um, aggressor like Trump. So I don't know. We, we can't really just, you know, there's a lot of gray. And I'm sorry that Franken had to resign, but overall, you know. His career is pretty much shot at this point, and I wish there was another way to do it. But, you know, as you said, we police our own, or we try to, and it, yeah, it does leave us vulnerable, but I am not ready to become anything like the Republicans. It's, yeah. it's, it's too painful for me to think about assault in, in, any, in any, any fashion. And, you know, I grew up in the gaming community, and, you know... You know, gamers have a lot of banter back and forth. We have a lot of um, interesting individuals. So well, I can see the same thing with comedians. And I can see the same thing with comedians at, at points, stuff like that. And that, yeah, that was in his past, but it did happen. And there's no way to, you know, whitewash what happened. So Fair that's enough. all I can say. All right. Sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting a little teary eyed here. So. <laughs> Oh, it's an emotional thing. I, it's, it's, you did well, dear. Thank you. All right. Uh, so real quick, because I didn't do this at the top of the show. <clears throat> it is day 396 of the Trump crisis in America. 396 days. 18 hours. 48 um. minutes. And 20 seconds since the, the uh, since the 2016 election. You have some website you go to to read that off. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Of course, yeah. Uh, uh you know, so, countdown clocks. You know, <laughs> that's great. 
So, yeah. 390. I've been hearing people talk, you know, the, the usual defense of, oh, well, Trump, I mean, I'm sorry, Pence is worse. You know, if you, I'm like, screw that. You know what? I don't care. Hold on really? one second. I want to try something real quick. Go for it. Okay. It's supposed to fade! Nope. Uh, that well, was a cutoff. Let me try. Okay. <laughs> That's it's not fading. Can we, can we let's just proceed with the show and we'll test audio. <laughs> All right. Anywho, let's talk about the greatest American zero. No pop no It's pretty clear. It's pretty clear you won't admit. No, you're that the, the I'm going to bomb the shit out of them. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. Oh. I move in like a bitch. No politician oh. in history. And I say this I with great charity. Has been treated worse or more unfairly. This guy, oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. He's going like, I don't remember. I go, oh, baby, that's what I said. I'm really not a bad person, by the way. I do think good ratings, you have to admit that. I'm not ranting and raving. I'm just telling you, you know, you're dishonest people. Nuclear holocaust would be like no other. Russia is fake news. Russia, this is fake news put out by the media. She doesn't have the stamina. I said she doesn't oh. have the stamina. Guys, I know we've done some fucked up things before, but I think this takes a fucked up cake. Oh, you're laughing I love like that. that song. You're I laughing that like that's song. the first. You're laughing like that's the first time you heard the jingle. I, I know, but I no. It's it, there are things I can listen to that are so uncomfortable. Laughter is my self-defense mechanism. I'll I'll go right into the gutter with humor to you know when things make me uncomfortable and this guy's just a, an uncomfortable uh, shit suit. He's I'm, but I, you I, know, but I love that song and you ruin it with Trump talking over it. It's like oh. But you're ahead. laughing. I thought you found it funny. It is funny. Well, there's there's. It's funny it's in the sad way. Sad. <laughs> funny sad. Yeah. It's just it's just really. That's our leader. That's the guy in charge. Yes, that's Jesus. the point. It should have been somebody else. It should have agreed, but because of the electoral college, blah blah. We can't blah. have we can't have nice things. Nice things, no. All right, so let's talk about his uh, proclamation on Grand Staircase Escalante. Are we talking about the this Jerusalem guy. thing? We'll talk. Uh, well, damn it, we may. Or are we talking about his, like, dentures slipping? What are uh, we talking about? It's just there's so much shit about Schittler. No I, kidding! No! Throw a dart at the dartboard. Let's it's go. Like, it's like if you turned a tennis ball machine into a machine gun. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend! <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, it's just... I do know. I do know. Oh, here we yeah. go. This is the le this is probably the least heavy one because it's it it's simple to take care of. I've come to Utah to take a very historic action to reverse federal overreach and restore the rights of this land to your citizens. I will sign two presidential proclamations. These actions will modify the national monuments designations of both Bears Ears 
and Grand Staircase Escalante. And in your honor, I will now, with your representatives, sign this very, very important proclamation. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Important and illegal because nowhere in the 1906 Antiquity Act does the does that law give the the president the authority to uh, alter previous proclamations. Therefore, I mean. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm saying there are courts cases coming up to block this, are there not? Uh, yes, and they should, I mean, on the, you know, it, it's a prima facie case. There is no provision in the Antiquities Act to allow this. Therefore, okay. the courts have no choice. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong, if it gets before a, a Republican judge, they'll they'll uphold the the proclamation just because with Republicans, it's always party before country. They don't give a shit about the law. They give a shit about what they want. And, and that's why it's useful, you know. protected the, a- the ACA. Roberts did that. That's because Roberts was smart enough to realize that every time he his court issues a far-right, right-wing, uh, you know, judgment, it erodes the court's legitimacy. He, he wants to make yeah. sure that, you it's know, great. he's... Well, yeah, he, he, he actually cares about the court as an independent body, so he, very rarely will he he break from the conservatives. He basically did it to maintain a front. Well, but, he might but, do it again. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. The point is that this is patently illegal, and I think it's just sad that he hates President Obama this much because, he you know, he got his fee-fees hurt that, uh, you know, he, he you know... Uh, I mean, grow up, dude. Grow the fuck up. Yeah. You know, you're yeah. seventy. No. You're seventy-one years old. It, 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 Stop acting like you're seven. Uh, uh, yeah, he is just so full of God. The, the anger, the jealousy, and envy of of the guy before him, and oh, it's like I said before. The, he he. He looks He's like a constant toddler in a tantrum, doing as much damage as he can because he's not getting the love of the previous occupant. Well, president, but yeah, the, the, the way he sees it, the person that was in the seat before him. Well, no, it's just Ugh. he saw he saw President Obama was beloved by Americans. Said, hey, if I become president, I'll he be beloved. A, he was a rock star. Exactly. Well, that's because though. The average American can see, and correct me if I'm wrong, John and Michelle, that President Obama, whether you agree or disagree with his positions, was a genuinely good and moral man. They may have button issues. Yes, correct. I, he, and uh, I don't think Trump would know morality if it bit him in the ass. So... <laughs> <laughs> And I think morality would be poisoned at that point, so that would have been have that would be a bad thing. But yeah, so I I I, I, I hear you. But gosh. Uh, what a toddler. I swear. He's just you know, some, if only there was a way to stick a pacifier in his mouth and to shut him up 
and, and stop him from doing this much damage. Oh, we can shut him up. We take him to the uh, vet and we get his vocal cords cut. <laughs> well. Anyway, yeah, I just, I just, you know, it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a shame. It's a real shame. But, um, the good news is the amount of damage he's doing, it is waking this, I think it's waking this country up. I mean, you see, the poll numbers are just, what are they, like 30, 60? It's like, oh. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's at 30, about 30. About 30% approval, but you know what? The thing is that he lives in a bubble and he's convinced he's untouchable. I know. But and that and that makes him dangerous. Had, before where we had such a low voter turnout, this is the kind of stuff I want that will light up fire under people's asses, specifically the people who don't vote. You know, I don't know. I, I'm pretty certain that everybody that listens to the show is a voter and a consistent one. That, uh, you know, whether you're voting right, left, or what have you, you, you do that because you know, you're politically aware versus the people that are just like, oh, both sides are the same. Both sides do it. No, nothing I do is going to matter. Like, well, yeah, look at what this guy's doing to us now. So <laughs> the hell it doesn't matter. But go ahead. Fair enough. All right. But, yeah, I mean, this move is, you know, like said, on its face illegal. You know, there, there is no authority What's for the president. I'm sorry to He's basically saying... He's basically saying this, you know, this is, you know, basically declaring that Bears Ears is small is is smaller than it should be. I mean, I know what an executive order is. That's a thing he can definitely do. But he didn't call it that. They must have specifically done that for a reason, because an executive order by law wouldn't have been able to do what he tried to do. So they they labeled it as proclamation saying, look at this new power I just developed. It's like Green Lantern's ring, and I just it does what I say it does. <laughs> My apologies to Green Lantern fans. So it's just uh, like unbelievable. No, I take that back. It's believable. All right, John, you got anything for us before you get ready to head to break? Uh, not that I can think of. Okay then. <laughs> I guess we're gonna go to break. I guess we're going to go to break, and during break, I'm going to watch this video of someone stacking Cheerios on a baby alligator's head. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll, we'll come back. We'll talk about the uh, Trump, uh, Schittler's Jerusalem. Uh, and, and I, you know, people say, oh, stop comparing about Well, you know, uh, he's basically trying to set Israel on fire. <laughs> in this case, well, he will have started fairness, the fire. In fairness, Israel's a pretty much a powder keg. <laughs> it doesn't take much to start fires over there. But this is a big issue. That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, this is a huge issue that's going to get Americans, well, yeah. that's going to get thousands upon thousands of people killed, including many Americans. You think it's that big? It's going to cost thousands? Yeah. Interesting. We'll talk about this more when we come back after the, the after after these mess after this music. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. That's the end of Act One. Intermission time. Go get some snacks. 
Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. starts in two minutes. Show starts in one minute. Now, 
On with the show. Attention, people of Earth. What's going Attention, on Attention, people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable. I can't take it anymore. There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop-ass. We came, we saw, we kicked it ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Great Scott. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> We are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we are back. Join me, as always, on the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The GM Galaxy Master Mike Check Radio, who is eagerly awaiting... The release of Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. I, I just, I, I'm, I'm oh, gonna be bouncing yeah. off. I'm gonna be bouncing off the walls for next week, man. Miles Lagan. Yes, hello. It's going to be an exciting. I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, I'm, I'm hoping Michelle can can um, avoid yelling at the screen when that little pog comes on it, just oh. so I can try to enjoy it. I, I'm asking her to just. Just pork. Her pork. Pork. Oh, whatever uh, those old... just, I, I know it's a. I know it's a thing. I promise not to buy one. Just, just, just try to enjoy the movie without you know, <laughs> venting. <laughs> and also out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, anti-pork extremist Michelle Lagan. <laughs> yes, they're too cute, and they don't need to be in the movie. Damn it! There's no reason for them. So you're uh, so you're not progressive. Uh, no, no, sorry. And finally, the guy who hates all things Star Wars and Star Trek's John Kendall, this is, uh, there it is, this is your jingle. Montana, one man rewrote history. John Kendall. Hail to the king, baby. Look, Johnny, you're my pal. You've been my hero ever since high school. I can hurt people without even touching them. Just what kind of a demon is he? under my control. You cannot resist the power of my superior mind. Come on, you, you just gotta be so superior to everyone else. No, but you? superior to you. I'm in the Empire business. You may look like a bum, but you got a lot of talent, young man. It's good to be the king. Yes, you do, John. Yes, you do. Okay, can, can we get to this huge, this tremendous uh, revelation in chat, please? Stacking Cheerios is a thing, yes. Uh, when I first saw it, it was on babies. Because babies are inherently useless. Like, <laughs> what, like, what can you do with a baby? Like, you know, they just sit there and, you know, they oh. drink from boobs and they sleep and poop. Like, yes. why not Why not make a use for a baby and stack Cheerios on the baby? <laughs> I, I will say babies are a very effective biological weapon. They can pass colds like nobody's business. <laughs> <laughs> Filthy little germ wagons. 
<laughs> See? Like, I mean, with, like, a toddler and stuff, you can teach him to swear and stuff, which is pretty cool. <laughs> but, like, a baby can't even talk. So, you know, when, you know, they're, like, two months old, their first words can't be, fuck the police. It's, you know, just like, <laughs> like baby sounds. Well, they are, you know, babies. <laughs> Kenny Pickle being yeah. at the bottom of the hour. <laughs> I should should rename babies to uselesses. Oh. Hating on the babies. Oh, great. Now now we're going to be known as the baby hating station. Yay. I don't hate Uh, babies. Brent Brent Bozellis. Disney Media Weekly doesn't neither condone no. nor, nor endorse the hating of babies. And Brent. views of panelists does not reflect the views of this station as a whole. There yes. we go. But you just know Brent Bozell is over at uh, the, the Newsbusters. Lib talker John Kendall hates babies. <laughs> <coughs> I, I don't make it a secret. Like... Like, whenever one of my friends or whatever has a new baby or whatever, I'm like, what's the point? Like, you can't do anything of value with a baby. Like, like I said, you know, you just put them in a fucking crib and they lay there. and You could sell it for weed money, John. What? You could sell it for weed money. I do not, no, I do not condone <laughs> selling babies for weed money. My, uh, my I don't ch- have the buzzer sound. <laughs> I don't have Kenny's buzzer sound. Where is I, it? I do. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I'll buzz myself. I probably shouldn't be buzzing myself in public, but there we have it. Uh, All right. So let's talk about the, you know, every time. Oi. This one is a doozy. That's just, I mean, the guy is a fucking imbecile. See, and this is one area in which him living in a bubble is going to cause genuine harm. Because this this Israel move is basically giving a blowjob to the right-wing Christian extremists. Well, I think it, for practical purposes, the, his intent... Is to distract from the Flynn situation. I think it's a double whammy. I think it's a double whammy. He gets to please the Christian conservatives who want to see all the Jews die horribly when Jesus comes back. And he gets to say, Look! A huge distracting thing! Yeah, oh, look at the new shiny. I mean, Jerusalem. Yeah, I mean... Whatever, you know. It, it, uh, uh, I, I appreciate that, yes, there are tensions over there. I, I think I, I, I hear the, the two-state solution as probably the most viable, and there are people fighting against it because, frankly, Israel at this state, in my opinion, is, uh, God, what was the apartheid that happened in uh, South Africa? I mean, you, you, there was, they had no you're right. control. You're right. Israel so, is, sorry. No, yeah, no. I, I, I'm just saying that Israel... There are people in Israel that that know this, and they are fighting to not do it. But the right wing in Israel has such control, and the fear mongering. Although legitimately, they have more to fear uh, than we do. 
there, there are seriously, you know, terrorist attacks over there uh, that can happen on a monthly basis, whereas here it's like, you know. Well, let's be frank, though. The Israeli government provokes those attacks by 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 persecuting the Palestinians. You, you can't know, have peace without, with with no justice, and there is no justice. There is no I'm, justice for the Palestinians. No, there is no, I have a no question. Respect. How are we Ye- all yes, going ma'am. to be frank? That's weird. I'll be frank one. Frank let one. let frank me two. be frank about Frank. I'll I'll yield to your frankiness, uh, Adam. <laughs> we'll definitely be frank about Frank if we ever get him on this program. Oh, sorry about that. That would, that would be a get. Yeah, yeah. I, I assign Michelle to that task. You're welcome, dear. No, hon, that's your member. <laughs> <laughs> Will you stop? trying to push more on me at this point. Okay, guys. 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 (laughs) Mommy, Daddy, it's okay. I love you both equally. You don't have to get me the bigger Christmas presents. Yes, Shuttler. Alright. This this announcement, I get what you're saying, that it's a distraction mouse, and I think you're partially right. But I think this is basically raw, red, dripping meat for the ignorant conservative Christians that make his base. Yeah, I agree. Because, again, you got to remember that the conservative Christian movement wants all the Jews to return to Israel so they can all die horribly when Jesus returns. They don't, they don't care about the Jewish people. They, they, don't, they, they want you to die. You know they, you know they, they talk a great game. Oh, we love Israel, but they don't tell you why because they want to kill you. Yeah. Because without Israel, Jesus, if you believe, if you believe uh, Revelations, which I don't understand why the fuck people believe Revelations, it's it was written by an insane man on a really bad acid trip. That's a historical yeah. fact. John of Potmos was high. Yeah. Okay. Well, the, 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 that that aside, there are people that still believe it, and these people are just as you know crazy enough to um, follow Trump and for the tax cuts and think you know this is what happened. Trump is in a situation where he needs to distract the attention of a media from things that make him feel bad. And so he goes to his advisors or whatever and goes, what is out there that is shiny that I can throw out in front of the media and will just take away the attention from all this shit? And they just go, oh, Jerusalem, right there. It's a it's a hot-button issue. It's a powder keg. It's bound to have people for and against it. It's very divisive. Throw that out there. And that's what Trump did. I mean... Did he? Did is it going to please the right wing extremist Christians? Because yay, Jews are dying. Yes, yes, it is going to. But I consider it more of a byproduct than the actual deed of uh, trying to distract the media from. That's just my thoughts on it. Well, I will also say this: Uh, it 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 isn't uh, just. It isn't just 
I think it's a bunch of factors. I mean, yes, I think it's partially a a distraction. I think it's also partially a big wet kiss to the to the extreme right wing conservative Christians. But then again, you also have the added benefit of he gets to destroy another thing President Obama did, which is get a lot of countries to recognize Israel and reestablish diplomatic ties like Turkey. Turkey is now saying that this move is going to prompt them to sever ties with Israel again. You know, I mean, we're dealing with a toddler president. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a mess over there. No, I'm not saying it's not. Yeah, Trump, Trump is really. We are, we are in the process of going backwards. Oh yes. yeah, agree. We are definitely in the process of going backwards, and more damage is going to be done. Make no mistake, it's going to get worse, and. I'm just hoping by the time 2018 rolls around the election that uh, enough people catch on those, you know, percentage points that I've been talking about, catch on and get their asses up and vote enough to overcome all the crap that uh, Republicans do to, to shave points with uh, the, the shenanigans they pull, gerrymandering, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. What is that scraping sound? Someone scraping something? Yeah. Someone's microphones. Not anymore, no. It might have been a loose wire I had. Did it sound like this? Yes. So yeah. please stop. Yeah, that's my that's my headphone that's my headphone wire rubbing up against my boom mic. <laughs> well, that's not... Was it was it loud? That's not very professional, Miles. No. Oh wait, 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 wait. You mean if I if I if I keep doing that? I can I can demand a, a pay. Uh, I can get a salary. <laughs> You're barking up the wrong money tree, there, fam. Yeah, I know. I tease. I tease. All right. So, again, I mean, this is just this is a stupid move. How is it distracting away from Flynn, though? Did it succeed in doing that? Yeah. Okay. That's all Trump wanted. I, I'm telling you, I don't think that's all Trump is getting yet with this move. Look, the guy, the guy is a fucking imbecile, but he's, but he, you know, he's smart enough to realize that he, he gets again, he gets his distraction. That's one thing. He gets, he gets to keep the the right wing uber Christians who want to kill all the Jewish people on his side. That's that's another Benny. And then he gets, he gets to destroy something President Obama worked so hard to do, which is to get. Jordan and Turkey to reestablish diplomatic ties with Israel. That's number three. There are, yeah, and, there's definitely some multiple icings on this cake for Trump. I agree with that. Well, that and the fact that it also distracted from another school shooting. Really? So, yeah, there was a school shooting in New Mexico uh, this week. Uh, Two kids were killed, and then he, then the, and it's supposed to, you know, so you don't hear about that either. Two kids, so, damn it. Yep. And as I run. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, but, uh, yeah. I just. <laughs> yeah. It keeps, leaves you kind of speechless, doesn't it? <laughs> just, just wait for it. 
wait for what? My horrible death? The elections. No, the elections. That's all you can do. I mean, seriously, we're not going to openly revolt. That isn't going to happen. I'm, I'm up for a good revolt. Boycott. <laughs> I'm not allowed to dream, am I? Uh, okay, yes, you can dream. Go ahead. I mean, you know, that's what I don't, you know, that's why I don't get, they love the, that quote about, you know, the the tree of liberty and having to water it with the blood of tyrants. And it's like when, when we point out, you know, the guy is kind of being t- tyrannical. You remember that quote you guys were like, how dare you threaten the president? So so it's only a threat when we do it. It's not a threat when they, you know, when they, you know, post that to Obama, you know, President Obama. Anyway, like I said, this is yes, he gets us distracting. It doesn't change the fact this is a stupid move. Okay. Well, I I've I've given you my voice on it, you know. I I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I mean Trump Trump will definitely do things without considering repercussions. He's not looking at this Jerusalem move as, ooh, I get a lot of people that are going to die over there. Uh, he's not that. He's, he's he, Frankly, no. He's real. The guy's too simple-minded for that. He really is. He, Trump doesn't give a shit about anybody about himself. He's not going to look at the right-wing Christians that he considers idiots. You know, people to just throw throw red meat to to get him to vote for him. He's not doing this to make them happy. He's doing it to get them on his side. He's using them as a tool. He is a tool. Oh, he is a tool. I know. I'm just saying that, you know, I don't know what more I can say on it. You know, I'm just saying. Yeah, three kids dead in New Mexico. That sucks. I didn't even hear about this. Of course you How didn't. How sad is that? How sad is that when in the state of our country, um, I mean, if this had happened back in early, the early 2000s or in the 1990s, this would have been major national news. And now it's a, not even a hiccup. Because it's the NRA, a, the NRA yeah. will squelch anyone who talks about it because it goes against their well, talking points. It, it does go against their talking points, and but the, the the sad thing is, as a nation, we've become a little bit numb. I mean, I mean, in the in the social media, I didn't hear anything about it. You know, forget the real media; I didn't see anything in the social media either. But oh well. I'm just saying, as a culture, we're getting numb to this crap, and it's a real shame. I, I wish. Here's what I wish: this this cultural shift we have with uh, sexual predators and uh, really becoming, you know, coming into the light of day, which I pr- applaud 100%. I'm looking forward to the moment when that same cultural shift happens with America's obsession with firearms, and we start to get some reasonable stuff done. I'm looking forward to that day. And I here's the here's what I'm really afraid of. It's going to take a tragedy much worse than what happened in Las Vegas. That's my fear. I hope uh, not. I, I you know I I I I, I don't want to think about that crap, but man, 
What else? What else is gonna? Ha- what is it gonna take? Twenty-six dead kids in Sandy Hook. That wasn't enough. I mean, what, what were they? First graders? They first graders and kindergartners. Jeez. No, I mean, here's the thing: is that until we recognize that the NRA is a terrorist organization, which it is as it stands now, there's, no, you know, that's gonna have to be the first step. Shutting the NRA down and saying you are a terrorist organization, we cannot allow you to exist in our free society. When, yeah, when you have Columbine shooting, no longer in the top ten worst shooting mass shootings in America. You know we we. <laughs> I mean, we've gone around the bend, over the edge of the cliff, and I don't think we've got a parachute. Mm-hmm. So the NRA, you know, uh, they're not going to go away because as things stand, Congress has made it legal for themselves to be bribed by lobbyist groups like that. The NRA is just straight up lobbyists for the uh, gun manufacturers. And so as long as that law, as long as that is legal, that's not going to go away. You know, it isn't until America wakes up to the corrupting effect of money in politics, and and we are a long way away from that happening. I'm glad this cultural shift is happening with the the, the sexual assault. I'm I'm hoping that we start to see something with the guns. But the real, real uh, elephant in the room is money in politics. Uh, uh, just there. That's my thought. That's my thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Those are some. <clears throat> um, uh, those are some valid points, but uh, before we go to break, I just want to leave you with uh, these quality thoughts. Uh, who's going to run against me in twenty twenty? He asked, according to a person in attendance of the Democrats, Crooked Hillary, Pocahontas. What? This is our president, gonna, folks. This is our president. Who's going to vote against him? No, well, who's going to run against? Than, who's going to vote? Who's, who's going to run? Ag- yeah. Oh, I'd vote for Polka. <laughs> I'd vote for uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. Hell yeah, in a heartbeat. Look, I mean, I would vote for Kefka before I, I vote I for wanted, Trump. I wanted Elizabeth Warren before I wanted Bernie Sanders. I'm just saying, her. if we're going to have an insane clown who wants to destroy the world, running the country, let's go full hog here and get Kefka in there. Who's Kefka? Kefka's the villain from Final Fantasy VI. Destroyed the world, you know, just because he wanted to. Poisoned an entire oh, country of people. Like a like a Cthulhu candidate. No, no, he he he's literally. Oh my God, you've never played Final Fantasy VI. Michelle wouldn't let me. We played EverQuest and World of Warcraft. And we didn't do. Wait, 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 Michelle. Why won't you let him play Final Fantasy VI? <laughs> because she has good taste in games. <laughs> we actually never looked into it. I we mean, never I, got... I, yeah. So it... Adam, I hate to break this news to you, but there are only twenty-four hours in a day. And what? We have to decide how they get divided up. And right now, we're pl- we're watching a little more Supernatural. That's where our time's going. 
Sorry. <laughs> that that reminds me, you guys are going to want to work on watching uh, Fate Zero because we're going to do a segment about that sometime within the next like uh, week or two. Episode ten, and I know we want to watch. What's the other thing we want to do? Oh, Stranger Things, things too. See, this is why you're not making any progress. Watch one thing until you're done, and then go on to something else. Well, that one thing can get boring. Like I you know, have to be I... in the mood, yeah, to watch certain things. So. Yeah, like... break, Adam. You need a break. Yeah, yeah. even Honestly. I can only handle so much ecstasy before I gotta go. I need to watch something boring. <laughs> you know. You know, it's like, I, well, you all know right. Then, I, okay. then queue up some Downton Alley and then go back to Fate Zero. <laughs> well, all right. Request don't get <laughs> don't get me wrong. Maggie Smith is an amazing actress, but Downton Alley is hands down the single most boring TV series I have ever watched. Downton Abbey, not Alley. A- Abbey. Thank you, John. All right, if we gotta you're go. Gonna go with pop culture references. Get your game together, fam. All right. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna go to break. We'll have Kenny pick back on. Boy, well, boy, I wonder what he'll have to say about what I had to say. <laughs> uh oh. But I'm sure he will have a disclaimer about babies as well. So. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, I, you know, I, I, sh- I, I have no stance on the baby issue. I, uh, you know, I, I, I am, you know, cause my, I, I don't have a baby nephew anymore. I have a toddler nephew. All right. My nephew was a baby once before and I felt the same way. Like, what's the point? Like, oh, hey, you know, a baby poke it with a stick. Like poke it with a stick. All right. We'll be right. <laughs> All right, you've made your hate of babies quite known. We'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Living proof that you don't have to be crazy to host this show, but it helps. <laughs> Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Yeah. 
This is Indy Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indy Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indy Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Well, hello there. This is Kenny Pick. Thanks for listening to Indie Media Weekly. Be sure to check out my show, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. For those who dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Look, I'm up to here with cool, okay? I am so amazingly cool. You could keep a side of meat in me for a month. I am so hip, I have difficulty seeing over my pelvis. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Both of which are true about me. I gotta make sure to get Kenny's stakes back. But anyway, join me as always on the great city of Missoula, Montana. Mr. John Kendall, the king of Montana, approacheth. Yay! Ooh, enthusiasm! <laughs> Cattle prod for Mr. Kendall. <laughs> Eddie... <laughs> Also joining us on the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Mr. Miles Lagan, the GM Galaxy Master of Mike Truck Radio and Indie Media Weekly. Yes, and now with a boom microphone that's not getting whacked by my wire. Yay! Now that's worth worthy of enthusiasms. Enthusiasms. Yay! Enthusiasms. <laughs> All right. Also joining us on Port St. Lucie, Florida, anti-porg extremist Michelle Lagan. Yes, darn it. I hate little cute things that are just thrown into movies to, for marketing ideas. <laughs> like a little Bebo robot. That one annoys me, too. BB-8? Whatever the name. Yeah. BB-8. She doesn't like BB-8. It's cutesy <laughs> droid stuff. That is, yep. Yeah. Marketing, blah, blah, I, blah. Now, I like R2-D2, and I like C-3PO, and I like the, 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 uh, the, the droid that the... Um, uh, the, the the imperial droid, the the reconditioned imperial droid. That was K2, pretty cool. K two S O. K two S O. So, yep. But I'm not uh, not a not a cutesy fan. 
I don't know what else to say to that, except Kenny Pick, save me from my personal hell. Uh, I'll do what I can, but no promises, okay? Are, are you Kenny? Where do you stand on the baby debate? Useless, useless accessory or something to be lauded over? And go. Um, the baby debate, um, I will say this, uh, let everybody else have them, I'll visit, and then I'll go home. <laughs> so occasions you keep saying the same thing, like, babies are a useless accessory until they get older, like, you know, like I until said. Until they can start helping out around the house, cutting the, yeah. cutting the lawn, taking out the trash. Pull the wrong Bring your daddy a beer. <laughs> I just, yeah, bring daddy a beer, exactly. That's, that's, that's useful. Yes. Cool. Well, I don't know if you heard earlier in the show, uh, Kenny, but this time next year. What? Don't. No? Well, no? Wait, what, okay. what were you going to tell him? Okay. <laughs> what do you think I, I was going to I did not hear the him? show earlier this year, but uh, earlier earlier today, but uh, no, no, I'm, I'm going to have to listen to I'm curious what Adam thinks. I want to know what Adam thinks I'm going to have to go listen to the podcast now. What the hell? <laughs> you. Go ahead, Adam. Fess up. What, what were you? What, what, what's got you all worried? Uh, nothing. You said C word. No, I would never. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say this time next year, Adam's gonna stand out in the middle of the street. But uh, shall I continue, or is it is that is that what you're worried about, Adam? No, that's not what I'm worried about. Go ahead, tell him. Oh, all right. So yeah, this time next year, Adam's gonna stand out in the middle of the street. Because after we have won and retaken the Senate, he's going to, you know, put his pants down around his ankles and declare he's a ninny. <laughs> ninny. I think I said that, pronounced that right, yeah. All right. Um, you heard it here first. It didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Pictures. Yes, Adam, we need, we need a picture. <laughs> Over my cold, dead body. <laughs> yes, but Miles has to post it. See, you're locked in now. <laughs> I, I didn't say when do it. I said I, the pictures weren't uh, pictures were not on the post-it. <laughs> yeah, you got to get these details. You got to get these details worked out. <laughs> yeah. You can you drop the ball, Miles. <laughs> pictures are going to be extra. Oh, all right. Well. <laughs> anyway, okay. I, I'm done. Well, yeah, I, I like your optimism, Miles. That's good. I thank you. I just no, I did not use. I mean, the talk, uh, Adam. Adam had his fun being a wet blanket in my chat room last night. So hopefully, he's got most of that out of his system. You and Trevor and Rabbit are just like, oh, it all okay. is lost. I didn't it's say okay. that. I said, I said the the Republicans benefit from from this more more than we do because the high ground is nice. The high ground is great to have if. It's relevant. And we have a side that's about to put a pedo in the Senate. So it's not relevant anymore because we don't no. share morality. They, they have am. to wear that. They have to wear that as a badge of shame. I, I pointed out the shaving of percentage points to Adam, and we had that discussion. Oh, god damn my knee. I'm sorry. I just hurt my knee. <laughs> oh, like, I'm sorry. Like, like, like blood hurt your knee? No, no, no. Just smacked it on my desk. Try again. <laughs> you are just being vicious tonight. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Be nice or leave. Oh, you think I'm vicious now? I, I mean, at eight. 
<laughs> now I gotta know, Kenny. So since we got your position on babies, what is your position on porks? Uh, I think they're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> boo, Kenny, boo. I understand where where Michelle is coming from, but they don't look nearly as craptastic as the Ewoks. That's true. Well, I agree there, but Ewoks I, I don't like Ewoks of... either. So nub nub. Bunch of baggy little people in 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 carpet, just with a spear. <laughs> 80s, oh. 80s shag carpet, yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen fake fur that's more realistic than what was on those guys. <sighs> so yeah, Anywho. less than less than a week before the premiere of uh, of Star Wars, I'm I'm excited. Yes. Hopefully, I'll make it make it. Uh, you know, because I know if I don't, someone. And I'm not accusing anyone, just so we're clear. But I'm just I just dread someone saying something important like how you know princess leia dies or something like that and i just well, she uh, does you didn't know of <laughs> course i knew wait 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 where are we on that necromancer to bring carrie fisher back kenny did you get any quotes uh that is out of my wheelhouse brother uh, so yeah i know she, princess leia is gonna have to go, you know, in terms of the narrative. But, uh, uh, anyway. Oh, the number of celebrities that have died this year. Oh. Well, you know. I just found out, I just found out emo rapper Lil Peep passed away in November. Oh, no. Oh, that, that was ridiculous. Like, Apparently he took like a whole fuckload of pills and just laid down and he live streamed it. What? He did? Yeah. What a f- oh god. Wow. Oh. He just he just played at my workplace. Uh I was I was having fun at his expense because his his music is really bad. Um and uh, I was joking, and I said, "Hey, Suze, Lil Peep's playing tonight. You want to go see the emo rap?" And um, <laughs> and then I, I was reading, of all things, an article about Matt Drudge's playlist, and it had a song by Lil Peep on it. And by the way, the the, the it looked like a fifteen-year-old girl's playlist. It was oh, horrible. Wow. <laughs> like. You know, I mean, the best thing on it was like a Hall and Oates song. <laughs> you don't oh, wow. usually hear that. You don't. You, you don't usually hear that sort of uh, phrase. That that phrase uttered. Yeah, you usually don't hear best and Hall and Oates in the. Same I know, time. right? <laughs> hey, I, I like Hall and Oates. There's nothing wrong. They're, they're talent. They were talented guys. I I enjoyed um, their music too, but I'm just saying you just don't normally hear that. Well, that should tell you how bad his playlist was. Oh yeah. So anyway, but yeah, little piece stuff on mine. <laughs> yeah, um, the toxicology report just came out uh, yesterday, and it says that uh, he, <laughs> he died of a fentanyl Xanax overdose. Did they use the word fuckload anywhere in the, uh... <laughs> uh what in is the... it, though? Uh, you know. it, so these guys getting fentanyl? 
You know, all these... Oh, I don't understand how they're getting a hold of it. Lil Peep. Rest in Peep. 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 I I wonder if they buried him in a custom Peep casket. Oh, yeah. You know, you, you if you just mash those peeps together and let them air dry for about a week, uh, it'd be impenetrable. Oh, yeah. Impenetrable. Rest in peep. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that, that's good. Uh, well, it's... Uh, I mean, it's funny, but it's also disrespectful of the dead. It is I, highly which, you know, I, I generally don't... I, fun of I just know hair. he was a slow rap, and that sounds ridiculous. I forgive you. And he had... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Kenny, you're breaking up, buddy. Oh, am I still breaking up? Not anymore, no. No, I well, just said he had faith tattoos. I think, I think I found the perfect Christmas gift from Michelle if I'm, if I'm her secret Santa in this year's Any Me Weekly Secret Santa. Uh-oh. Oh, we should do that. Yeah, we should. A poured bobblehead from Funko. Oh, good lord! Available Wednesday, December thirteenth. It will go the same way that my C three PO did when I was a kid. You wouldn't dare. Or blown up with firecrackers. Firecrackers. You wouldn't dare. So how long bef- before some fanfic writer comes out with porg porn? Oh, oh, why must, no. why must you... This has already happened. Yes. <laughs> There's probably five e-books on Amazon about it right Hold on, now. hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm Googling. I'm Googling. Porg porn. Right There's some things that should not be Googled, and that's uh, one of them. Google monkeys, do not fly. Do not take flight. <laughs> that's right up there with not Googling lemon party. So. Yeah. Or pink sock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do not Google pink sock. <laughs> or Blue Waffle, or the Pain Olympics, um, Meat Spin. That sounds painful. Uh, Serbian film. Oh, no, 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 no. That for sure. Wait, wait, what? What was the last one? A Serbian film. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah don't. Stay away from that. So you're saying I shouldn't, I shouldn't watch Serbian Star Wars? Uh, that one might be okay. <laughs> Turkish Star Wars wasn't. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're, we're Serbian film and Serbian Star Wars. Two very different things. Oh, oh, I thought, okay, okay. That's that's the actual title movie, not a, like a genre of films. No, it's a Serbian film. Kat said that Peter Mayhew and Mark Hamill tweeted pro-porg tweets this week. So, um, I, I am glad... To not agree with them. <laughs> that, it, you cannot dis you cannot disrespect nerd legend and icon Mark Hamill. I am not <coughs> disrespecting, disrespecting him. I am disagreeing with him. There That's disrespect. No, it is not. Was it not you right the- to disagree with him? <laughs> That's what Trump cultists say about disagree- about disagreeing with Trump. 
Right. Wasn't yes, John. it you, Adam, that freaked oh. out about, um... Oh, shit. Masters of the Universe when they rebooted it for Cartoon Network? No, I actually enjoyed No, Masters. it was not He-Man. It was, um... <laughs> Thundercats. I enjoyed Thundercats, too! Yeah, but then you start complaining when they made toys. <laughs> what the heck? That's what this show is. There like. aren't even rails for this show. No, to go on. this is what happens when I don't do my. Sh- this is this is what happens when I don't do my show prep. Well, don't get me uh, wrong, I'm enjoying it. You know. Yeah. It's it's fun, goofy nerd talk and craziness, and this is cool. I I like this. Well, see now, let's run my idea yeah. past Kenny since he didn't listen to the first hour. Sure. Let's fill him in so he doesn't have to listen to the podcast. You're not going to say the C word, are you? No, I'm not going to say the C word. not on anyone, Adam. So I had an idea because, as I said before, Miles and Michelle will be joining me at uh, on the ground at AWA 2018 this this coming year. So right. I say we should do like a an invitational D and D one shot with like the voice actor guests. Oh, if they'll fun. if they if they will make the time for it, because we're we're we, you know we're, we're lucky we're grateful for what yeah. for the fifteen for the fifteen excuse me with the, for the fifteen minutes we got with them this year. So sure, and I mean oh, you missed it. So uh, they did a, a um, the cast of Star Wars Rebels, which I know you you haven't watched. As far as I know, you haven't watched it. I've seen uh, some of it. It's all right. So the guy who voices the furry guy. Uh, Chris, uh, Steve Bloom, Bloom. I keep doing that. Blum, who was also Spike Spiegel and Cowboy Bebop. He's been all over anime. Uh, he's also the vo- he's also been the voice of Wolverine. Bub. <coughs> uh, he was a a, a droid <laughs> that he voiced like a stereotypical Jewish mother. <laughs> okay, and it was just so funny. <laughs> Um, and of course, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, who is also an anime legend, frequent contributor mm-hmm. to Critical Role as well. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping they'll come this year, but you know, you know, wish in one hand, you Shoot know, in the other, cra- see which yeah, one fills yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but we'll see. I, 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 you know, we'll see what happens. But no, I just thought it would be fun. You know, like you know, the invitation, the the tw- in AWA 2018 invitational one shot D and D game in my hotel room. <laughs> Byob. Give it a shot. Do you want to do a D and D game room in live with them? We could broadcast it. Sure. Okay. Live on any. Sure you have plenty of time to test things out. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, Anywho. <laughs> Anywho. So, uh, also, uh, Kenny, if you haven't, have you watched any of Fate Zero yet? Nope. Uh, what, what is it? It's an anime series. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, well, I would like to kind of, like, sometime within the next few weeks do a segment on it, so... Uh, if everyone could like watch uh, the first few episodes, watch as much as you want. But the first few episodes Where definitely. Where is it available? Netflix. Okay. 
Just search for Fate Zero. You, you will find it. It is available dubbed and it. subbed. And uh, I call dibs on Saber, as always. Cool. My money's on Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> Team Daenerys. <laughs> oh, we do have some sad news on that front. We'll have to share when we get back. Sounds Uh-oh. like they, it sounds like they've they've uh, confer- It sounds like uh, someone opened their mouth and confirmed the worst. Uh oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about. It's not the worst. <laughs> it is if you're an impatient asshole like I am. You are an impatient asshole. <laughs> hey, at least I admit here. I at em- least embrace I, your strengths. At least <laughs> I admit my flaws. I know, and and and, and I confirm them. <laughs> <laughs> and John and John deci- and John undermines what little what little uh, self esteem I have left afterwards. See, it's teamwork. It's a, it's a system. We have a system here. So <laughs> it's defunct- dysfunctional, but you've got a system. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we have a system. It doesn't work, but we, it's a system. And that's all that counts. Uh, anyway, we'll go to break. We'll talk about that because, uh, like I said, I end up stuck at work again, so I have very little plans. You know, well, so and. Uh, but we'll definitely talk about that. Maybe, yeah, maybe some Star Wars talk because I'm, I'm, I've got to admit, guys, I am going to be bouncing off the walls for the next few days. Predictions. Let's make predictions. All right. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back after this. Predictions. Yeah, for Star Wars. We'll be right back after this. Okay. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You didn't tell me he'd gone this crazy. Really stepped it up a notch. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio.
The show starts in two minutes. Show starts in one minute. the show. Attention people of Earth. What's going Attention on there? people of Earth. Do not be alarmed. Stand by for an important message. Stand by for an important message. And now, Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Oh, please let it be fantastic. Of course. Yes, yes, yes. It's rather good, isn't it? Hey, I'm just enjoying the show. Inconceivable! I can't take it anymore! There's no need for that attitude. Don't make me go to the larder and unseal a tin of whoop ass. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. How freaking cool is that shit? Wait, stop! I reject your reality and substitute my own. Nice, right? I learned that one from you, guy. Bang it out. <laughs> we are going live. Yeah. Feel free to hang around for a while. Oh, God, this makes me happy. And we're back for our final hour here on Mike Trek Ray with Adam Hebert. Join me as always, uh, the great city of Missoula, Montana, John Kendall, the king of Montana. Yay, banana bread. <laughs> with chocolate <laughs> chips. No, my mom usually doesn't make it with chocolate chips. What? Dude. Don't sweat the technique. It's called uh, banana bread, not chocolate chip bread for a reason. <laughs> yeah, Adam. Trying to be healthy here, and you're like, oh, hey. Eh. Oh, okay, I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, John. I'm sorry, <laughs> John. Oh, <it's> okay. <laughs> All right, anyway. 
Also joining us, as always, out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, a man who is not an anti-Poric extremist, Miles Lagon. Indeed, and yay, Key Lime Pie. With chocolate oh, chips? Oh, you got me there, fam. No, no, you don't take Key Lime Pie with chocolate chips. No, you Ethan? think he, with just a smattering of whipped cream on top. Smattering. And... Okay, I can handle that. I can handle that. No argument there. All right, also joining us, the DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon. You're Michelle muted. She's muted. I, get, I was about to yell across the house towards her. So I'm she, sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just found out that um, somebody I knew had, had passed away. So I see. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry. A little. I'm okay. sorry. She is a she is a Stephanie Miller uh, chat room um, and uh, uh, sometimes other chat rooms person. So her name was Bison Lawyer in the chat room. So she she passed. Oh, my. Uh, wishes are toward you know best wishes towards wherever she went yes you of know? course yeah she, i met her in uh, uh at the women's march in january so mm. kind of sad <laughs> very i'm sorry to hear about that yeah she was a great person all right yeah i saw some of those tweets earlier <clears throat> uh anywho <laughs> also joining us out of cluesburg ohio can you pick Yes, and I'm almost 100% malady-free uh, this week. Well, that's good. And, and thanks again for uh, covering for me last weekend so I could go to my uh, the Employee Association Christmas party. And the store Christmas party is next Sunday, so we'll have some fun there, too. Yeah, I, I can understand why you wanted to go since you speak so glowingly about uh, your coworkers. <laughs> like, I like most of my coworkers. It's the... It's the I'm just kidding. I know, I know. I'm just saying. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, my attitude is I gotta get... I have to work with everyone in that store at one point or another. I can't afford to burn this bridges. I can't afford to burn bridges. But anywho, alright. Uh, so, yes? But Kenny was great on painkillers. <laughs> oh, it was it was a wacky time. Like Kenny can come on under painkillers and stuff and do a show, but when I got a headache, it's like fuck you guys, I'm staying in bed. It's okay, John. We don't wanna we don't want you to have to suffer on our account. Well, every day is suffering, but <laughs> John, come on. All right. Anywho. Uh, just mid- kidding. I know. Midnight Sun it tonight. Like you need to start an emo, emo rap band, John. What oh, is oh, emo God. rap? It's, it's funny you bring that up because, um, like, last Thursday, <clears throat> I was, um, my, uh, physical therapist bro, um, plugged in my phone for my playlist and, like, uh, Shoop from uh, Salt and Pepper came on, Salt and Peppa rather, and sure. like I I can rap that song you know pretty well when it's playing, and he had me exercising and I started but and I started to rap and he's like, if you're rapping you're not working hard enough. <laughs> Feel the burn, Kendall. Feel the burn. Nothing, huh? Okay. Anyway. 
Midnight Sun tonight. Uh, the video game awards were Thursday, so I'm going to put together a set based on that. Mm-hmm. The winners and some exciting announcements, uh, including Soul Calibur Six and John. They had video new vi- footage from uh, what I think is going to be your game of the year next year, God of War. Oh, did they? Shit. I thought so. Did... So they were. Po- someone was. Po- people were posting. Uh, gifts on twitter so i assumed it was from new footage i didn't watch the ceremony because i was watching critical role i was watch. i was watching kenny uh five level 20 dungeons and dragons pcs smack each other around in a battle royale that sounds pretty awesome see i know there was there was like a teaser for a game from uh the company from software and a lot of people are saying it's um Bloodborne 2, and then, like, I saw the Bayonetta 3 reveal, um, mm-hmm. and, like, the Soul Calibur 6 reveal. I didn't see much of it. Uh, unfortunately, our good, our, you know, one of my favorite voice actresses, Laura Bailey, did not win Actress of the Year, but that's okay. You're still, mm. you're, you, you are still a legend to me. Who won? Uh, she, the the she played the main character in uh, Hellblade Senua's. I, I didn't oh, play the game. Oh. I can't. I, her name yeah. is just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, like, I don't. I don't know for like game of the year. I I think Cuphead was my game of the year. Like, it it was just so interesting, and the art style was gorgeous. Like, all hand-drawn and stuff. And it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, Cuphead was my 2017 game of the year. Fair enough. Alright, so, yeah, we'll put together a set based on that. Uh, based on, anyway, so, predictions on Star Wars. Do we consider this spoilers? Or, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen for sure. Do we, I do. A, yeah. do we give a spoiler warning? Yes, maybe. <laughs> we could. Yeah, I think it's, it's a it's a potential spoiler. We don't, you know, nobody knows if we're going to be right. Probably not, but hey, you never know. Yeah. But uh, all right, well, I, we may have spoilers here, so uh, I, I'm going to go first um, because in the in the last trailer we saw. Uh, Kylo Ren, aka Ben Solo, uh, attacking what we assume is the ship his mother, General Organa, is on. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say this. I, I don't. If she dies in this movie, we don't know. We, uh, of course, as we mentioned, Carrie Fisher passed away, unfortunately, uh, last earlier this year. Um, and and of course, it, you know, I mean, it, it's it, it's sad to see such a brilliant mind go, um, before, especially when you know it was it, it wasn't her time. Um, but mm-hmm. um, we don't know how they're going to address that. Um, we know she obviously General Organa is not going to be in Episode Nine. How they're going to set yeah. that up, I don't know. But I do think that if General Organa dies in this film 
on screen. Well, um, it'll be an explosion, of course. But I, I will say this: it's not going to be Kylo Ren who does it. It's not going to. It's I he's agree. not. I agree, hundred percent. I think that he's going to to try and hesitate at the last minute. I and I will say this: yeah. that at, I've seen the Force Awakens several times, John. I know you haven't seen it any, but that's okay. Um. I honestly don't think it was Kylo Ren who turned the lightsaber on. I think it was Han Solo. I, I I think Han Solo did it because he saw his son was suffering and thought, well, maybe this will, you know, maybe if I'm not around, he won't suffer as much. Uh, Are you I saying Han shot first? I'm uh, saying Han shot first. <laughs> I thought we all agreed that uh, Greedo shot first. Uh, well... <laughs> I don't know that this the expression on Han Solo's face to me looked like legitimate surprise. But uh, yeah, I don't agree with that theory. Yeah. But, what if he was surprised at how much it hurt? Yeah. <laughs> He's like well, it's a, does sting. It's a uh, beam of light. How much can I... <laughs> How bad can this be? But, Pretty you know, bad. If, if, if if it was Han Solo that 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 did it, then Kylo Ren's reaction doesn't fit the, the scenario either. Okay, that is true. So, uh, but if we get back to, yes, um, it, uh, let's say uh, General Organa dies, and it is not Kylo Ren that does it. And so you see certain scenes in the trailers where Kylo Ren is enraged. He's smashing the helmet against the wall. He's you know what? Have, what if? What if he sensed his mother died, and she, he, at the last minute, decided no, he wasn't going to do it, and, and and he felt he felt that loss, and it felt it. it what? Oh gosh! What if it brings that something out of him? I mean, just just a glimmer of that white light side that they were talking about. You know that regret. Well, uh, you know. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again: that what. What Kyle Ren is doing is he wants to sever all of his connections to the light side of the Force, and he believes that in doing so, he will be irredeemable. And that's not the way the Force works. There is no such thing as... Huh? You're right. It doesn't work that way. There's no such thing as irredeemable when it comes to the Force. I mean, as much as I'm loath to admit it, the prequels are canon. Anakin Skywalker killed innocent children. Again, as much as I hate to admit this, and he was redeemed well, in the end. I'd like to say, you know, whether you can be redeemed or not has a lot to do with your midichlorian level, too. <laughs> oh, God, that's something else I don't like. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least they're not you know, so um, uh You know, if you take midichlorian supplements... Um, you know, or or eat a high midichlorian diet. Um, you know, you could, a midichlorian rich diet. You you can uh, you can uh, get even closer to that redemption. So you're saying you go you go to like a merchant planet and buy it from like alien Alex Jones? Yeah, yeah. So oh, yeah. super super. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I think it's called super male um, midichlorian. Yeah. Super midichlorian vitality. Watch out, it has lead in it. 
Yeah, but so there's some fighting going on. Remember the the, the walkers and there are these speeders flying along yes. and they're disrupting the earth and there's this red earth, clay, sand, crystals, whatever. And then there's scenes of these mm-hmm. um, Millennium Falcon flying through this huge kyber crystal cave or whatever. And there's actually a new uh, one out. And it shows the, the Millennium Falcon bursting through the planet's surface with TIE fighters in pursuit, of course, which is... I heard that's a, actually a salt planet. Salt? That was okay. that was that was my theory that that it was salt that they were salt flats. All right, so but, that's a major fight. There, I mean, that, that there's walkers and you know you got aerial fight, ground fight. That's a major confrontation. That's the climax. That's going to be the climax. You think so? I think so. Okay. okay. Now I I know I'm not too versed on uh, the Star Wars, you fucking nerds. But what happens if the opposite, like, you know, Kylo Ren sees uh, Leia get killed, and then he he's so angered that he... Uh... <coughs> oh, Christ, I'm choking. But, <laughs> like, what happens if he sees that and gets so enraged... He uh, surpasses Super Saiyan one and two, oh, and no. Super Saiyan three. <laughs> crossing the streams, will, there, I see. Oh, uh, crossing the streams. I will walk out of the theater if he spends spends fifteen minutes standing in 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 in, in the same place screaming. <laughs> I yeah, I I will say that um my prediction is it's Snoke who who kills or uh General Leia. It's either Snoke or someone yeah. Snoke put on it. Um, yes, yeah, no, it's under Snoke's orders. It, yes, basically. I, I think that it's gonna because uh, I think I mentioned this the other day too. Is it'll be Snoke gives uh, Kylo the order, but there's no way they're gonna have him kill both of his parents in this franchise. I think they're leaning towards making him a more sympathetic character, and of course, you know the this whole idea that you know the the there's the balance that's being sought. You know, yeah, uh, is um, is a is a major issue in, in this uh, this movie, and um, but yeah, I think you're 100 percent right with that. And also, uh, Snoke is Jar Jar Banks. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, Luke Skywalker and all the trailers, all I've seen of him is still being on the planet training Ren, uh, Ray, and. Uh, talking to her, you know, they're not going to mm-hmm. go the way he thinks and whatever, blah, blah, blah. But you don't see really much, or if anything, I haven't seen anything, of Luke participating in any fights or even talking with Leia or anything outside of that purview, that area. Yes. So, I, I think what there's. Do you think oh, so... is, what do you think is Luke's contribution to the movie going to be other than training Rey? I think that it's going to be kind of a, a reverse Luke and Vader in Cloud City scenario, where Ben think Ben is convinced, uh, he, he's an old man. I got him. I, I got this. I got this. And he just complete like Yoda versus Count Dooku in in uh, Attack of the Clones. I think you the think whole Kylo's going to face Luke Skywalker. I think so. Interesting. I think yeah. I, I I think that it. I think that what will happen is. Um, there'll be something where it's it's kind of a draw. I, I Luke will not die in this film. 
No, they're nuts if they kill Luke Skywalker at all in this movie, <laughs> they, they... or or, or <laughs> arguably yep. in the in the franchise. Um, but you I know? do I do expect a scene where Luke feels Leia's death. Oh, the, yes. If if Leia dies on screen, and, and like I said, I mean just an explosion or anything like that. Um. Yeah, he will. He will feel her death. Um. And I'm sure we're going to hear something about him feeling Han's death as well. Well, so, you know, and, and he, he was kind of pissed off that, you know, uh, Mark Hamill is, was pissed off because, you know, he wasn't there to witness, you know, um, Han's death. So, you know, he definitely has a very, very specific way he wanted to see these movies go and it didn't work out right. in his I, favor. Yeah. No, but I will say that um, I think that what will happen is if we see Luke fight at all, it's going to be like just something to show how insanely powerful he's become in these 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious as to how it goes, too, with him. You know, what I was pleased about, I don't know if anybody saw this new footage, um, but there was uh, there was a little bit of footage. Um, where finally we got some kind of lighthearted Luke Skywalker. Um, it was, uh, I think it was in reaction to R2-D2. Yes, um, watch he, your language. He, he like, looks over and says, hey, watch, your, watch the language. You know, I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> now, so. with, with Luke um, talking about, you know, reach out, sense the light, sense the dark, and he's talking about the Jedi have to come to an end. So that's leading towards us believing that Luke is starting to embrace the grayness. I don't know how else to phrase it. Uh, uh, where the, ba- the balance. So, yeah. if he's going to face Kylo and you see a fight between two powerful Jedi like you did between Palpatine and Yoda, are you going to see Luke branch I mean, not do solely light side power stuff. You, are you going to see him branch a tad dark? No. For the for the balance. No. No. Okay. No. 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 I don't think it's going towards gray Jedi. You got to remember, gray Jedi are not canon. They're a fantasy of the fan base. Just tossing it out there. He's not. When no. You, all right. So when when Luke says the Jedi have to come to an end, what do you think he means by that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I would say that he's probably convinced that the old ways just don't work. I mean, his father fell. His nephew fell. It, it, it must have been devastating to him. And so he went back to basics. He went back to the root. Not necessarily the the faith of the Jedi, but going, he went back to the very first Jedi Temple, back to the beginning. To under, I think he's trying to understand what the Jedi were originally about before they became, you know, these guardians of the galaxy. So, what do you mean? When you mean dark powers, do you mean like lightning and shit, or just like him kicking Kylo in the dick? Force lightning is a dark side power. So, so's um, choking. Choking. And Luke has done that. What? When? Oh, wait a minute. You don't remember him entering Jabba's palace and causing those Gamoran guards to back off choking. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember him using force suggestion. He choked the piggy man. Yeah, he did. 
He's questioning the Galaxy Master. Did you hear that? It's been I, I uh Okay. Hey. I forgive you. <laughs> anyway. I just, you know, I listen, I agree with you, Kenny. I don't think they're going to kill Luke Skywalker, and I think they'd be crazy if they did it. Um, yeah. But, like I said, I think you're right. I think they're going to ultimately make Kylo Ren any more sympathetic. But see, that's the thing is that that's what could make him such a compelling villain. If they just go for Darth Vader 2.0, the audience is going to get bored. And Vader arguably wasn't really sympathetic until about halfway through Return of the Jedi when they ca- quote mm-hmm. capture Luke and you kind of start to see cracks in that dark side wall. Yeah. You know, like when he's telling Luke, you know... When was it's, Luke it's, captured in Empire Strikes Back? No, did I say Empire? I meant Jedi. Oh. When Luke is capturing Jedi, and, and you know he's trying to tell him, "I still feel the good in you," and and Darth Vader's like, "It's too late for me," you know that was kind of half-hearted. You're starting to see the cracks in the wall yeah. that Palpatine has built. Yeah, you know, I, I like I like the interaction between. I still remember. Oh my God, that 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 when when uh, Darth Vader revealed he was Luke's father. Wow, what a powerful moment. Sorry, sorry, John. That's just, uh, it's just, uh, oh, that's that's some happy childhood memory there. Like, well, I, I still enjoy it. Like, you go on YouTube and you pull up, you know, Darth Vader reveal to young children and they're watching the stories and you see the little kids watching the fight and they're like, is, is Luke going to, is it, you know, <laughs> Luke was his hand. The kids are like, no, I am your father. And they're like, oh, yeah. Love that stuff. Gross. What a, what a, <clears throat> what a, what a giant issue of child abuse showing your kids star wars there's also a really funny reaction video out there of somebody showing it to their grandma for the first time and when it gets to the you know i am your father she's like no no (laughs) you see when i was a kid that was actually ruined for me before i got to go see empire you know, because I was, you figure I was, what, 10 when, uh, 9 when that movie came out? 9 or 10? Because it came out yeah. in 80, right? Yeah, it came out in 80. So, some asshole kid or told me, yeah, Luke Scott, Darth Vader's Luke Skywalker's dead. I was like, wow. oh, really? Did you? Did, so, did I, you I had him? it totally diminished before I got to see the movie. Yeah. No, when you watch, like, the videos of people, like, kids, you know, the kids seeing that moment for the first time, I think that's the perfect illustration of how effective that moment was. Mm-hmm. You know, because that was, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, we're, we're get yeah. like, the closest thing we're given to a hint is Darth Vader is obsessed with finding Luke Skywalker. No, yes, finding, not killing not trying to avenge the loss of Wilhelf Tarkin in at the when, battle when, of Yavin when he's talking to the emperor <laughs> and saying i've sensed the the son of skywalker and and the emperor's like well kill him and then and, and then vader's like but if he can be turned and, and palpatine's like yeah so you see vader defending luke effectively from the emperor you know just 
but the Emperor's like, yeah, he's on that planet, blow it up, you know, that kind of thing. But, yeah. but Darth Vader's like, he could be a powerful ally. It's like, yeah. I've told you guys the story of my initiation into Star Wars, right? Uh, uh, not that I remember. The first oh, thing of Star show. Wars I ever saw was in the basement of an Episcopalian church, the Christmas special. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am so sorry. And then, and then the first movie, the first feature-length movie I ever saw was Return of the Jedi in the theater. So I oh. missed the first two movies. Oh. <laughs> oh. My mother wouldn't take us to see them. Why not? Oh, well, parents. I will. My mother's I'll weird. Say this, is she I didn't taste in see. <laughs> I didn't get to see Empire in. I saw the original one and I saw Jedi in the theaters. I did not get to see Empire in the theater until they re-released them uh, back in what the late nineties or whatever. Ninety six, because um, I went. Okay, mid nineties, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I um, I never got to see it originally because that you know in, in like nineteen eighty we were dirt poor. It, there was like tons of uh, uh, that was there were a lot of labor disputes and you know the. Um, auto workers were getting laid off left and right. So, and you know that whole trickle down economics thing started up too. So, yeah. yeah. Although we can't really, you know, we, we, we were coming off the Carter administration, but anyway, but, whatever. Yeah, that, that Christmas special nearly scarred me for life. I just thought it was something really goofy and and strange. I had no idea what the hell it was. And well, then... I'll tell you what, it, it was it was kind of predicted the future, though, with uh, uh, watching porn on the Internet. <laughs> Wait, where are you getting you this know, from? The, the grandpa that was watching the, the, you know, they put in a little cartridge and he was watching the uh, the scantily clad woman dancing around. And, oh, and, uh, oh, and this in the in the holiday in the, in the holiday special. The, yeah. Yeah. God, that was that was just horribly bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Your grateful shit. Michelle tolerates my Star Wars game. Yes. Thank you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anywho, what are you guys doing for Life Day this year? <laughs> oh God. What are we doing for what? Life, life Day. day. Life day. <laughs> it's, the, it's the Christmas special. Life Day is the holiday from the Christmas special. Yeah, the, the Ewok uh, Christmas special, or the no, the the the, the Wookie, the, um, the Wookies, the Wookies Life Day. Yeah. Yes. Probably watching. Yeah, Princess Leia sang a song about it. We we have it on the <laughs> network. We put it on our holiday music. Oh no! <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, you should. Why you must you torture me? You should play it on the break. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me see if I can get it real quick. Look for it. If not, I'll I'll uh I'll see if I have it and put it on Skype for you. It's too funny. I just yeah, but I can remember that Christmas party at the Episcopalian Church, and the kids were all down in in the in 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 the cellar, which was like a kids playroom slash Sunday school during Sunday school Sundays, mm-hmm. and uh, we were watching that on a little TV that was high up on the wall. And it just confused the hell out of me. <laughs> well, there was so little dialogue in the beginning, and then those fucking whacked-out Harvey Corman sketches and everything. Yeah. I mean, what the hell was that? Oh, boy. Uh, I try not to remember that. That kind of traumatized me. 
Mm. I have it on a, a, a VCD somewhere around here. I, yeah, I think you can even see it on YouTube. I know for a fact Rift Tracks did it. Oh, oh really? I yeah, Rift Tracks. great. <laughs> oh, yeah, Rift mm. Tracks did it. That's fun. Um, so if, if we're getting close to break, I, I would like a, a question answered in the next segment with uh-huh. uh, Adam and John. Uh-huh. So percentage-wise... Of the 48 cookies that were sent, what percentage is left? Okay. Okay. Yep. Well, <laughs> Did you get the life day song? Yes, I got it. I got it. It's it's queued up. It's ready. It's queued up. It's ready. We're ready to. We are ready to rumble. Uh. So yeah, we'll come back for the final segment, and I will answer Miles's cookie question. And uh, we'll we'll see what happens. I like <laughs> I don't know what else to say because uh, all right, we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. I won't argue that it was a no-holds-barred, adrenaline-fueled thrill ride, but there's no way you could perpetrate that amount of carnage and mayhem and not incur a considerable amount of paperwork. Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert at Indie Media Weekly Radio. share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the tree of life. Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. 
Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare. You're listening to Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber. Yes, master philosopher, alchemist, and eternal love. Yes. Oh, yeah. Enough of that. We don't have time for your long-winded self-introductions. Mike Check Radio with Adam Heber at Indie Media Weekly Radio. Bullshit. There's always time for long-winded self-introductions. And we're back for the final segment here on Mike Check Radio. Join me as always out of Missoula, Montana, John Kendall. Yeah. <sighs> All right, Kermit. <laughs> All right, Kermit. <laughs> also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, where it's cur- where they're uh, currently undergoing a major cold spell. 40, what was it, 45 degrees? It's supposed to get to 40, yeah. Oh, yeah. no! Only Not 40! <laughs> anyway, Miles and Michelle Lagan. That's us. Hello! Hello, Captain Hiccups. Sorry. And finally, out of Cleveland, Ohio, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yeah, 
Uh huh. <laughs> I'm here. Are you okay? Yeah. Are you're not under duress? No. Okay, because you know, blink, blink twice if you're under duress. Um, I just blink three times. What does that mean? <laughs> what? What? Is, I uh, hold on one second. Uh, someone, what does three times mean? Well, I know. Uh, shake it once. That's okay. Shake it twice. That's okay too. Shake it three times. You're playing with yourself. <laughs> oh, see. Waka waka. All right. So, as for my, the question Miles posed at the end of the previous segment, uh, I we have two things of cookies gone, and two remaining. So, I would estimate four. Or uh, not four, uh, fifty percent. Four. <laughs> okay, half is so far half. Okay, so you have you haven't tried all the cookies then yet? Oh no. Oh. I have. Oh no. Oh. I have. Okay, so you've sampled all of them, but you have wiped out two of the four. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Very good. As for me, I I did try uh, every single one of them when I um, when I got them. I also shared with uh, uh, my sister got one of each. My mother got uh, two of the molasses cookies because she loves molasses cookies. Oh but god, damn it! Those things are good. I know they're fantastic, but like <clears throat> since I've been a good little, you know. Uh, slave to health lately. I, you know, I've got all four Ziploc bags or, you know, there's like a couple missing here or there, but, you know, I've I've still got them. You know, I'd probably say about like 80% I still wow. have. Oh, good for you. Cool. No, yeah, moderation is key. Yeah. Cool, yeah, cool, the, cool. Uh, the lemon blueberry cookies will be more perishable than all the others. So I don't know if you want to throw them in the fridge or something. Oh, they're, they're so they're, moist. Yeah. Yeah, they're in my uh, top drawer in the uh, in the um, thing still. The um. The snack there. drawer. No, 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 no. I don't. No, it's my sock drawer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's snacks, just great. socks, whatever. <laughs> Well, see, the thing is, like, I have a basket, and there's, like, blankets and stuff on my dresser, and on top of that basket, uh, boots and snowflakes sleep. So if anybody comes in to try to sneak cookies, they are there to uh, make sure they don't. Them. Yes. Yep. Oh. Guard duty. Guard cats. Nice. Cool. Yes. Okay. Uh... So I want to talk about this this deal that's in the. It, it sounds like it's almost finalized, but um, the deal between Disney and Fox. Uh, it, it, I and I talked about this briefly on when I was on Turn Up Night this Tuesday to celebrate my birthday with such fantastic company. Thank you, Kenny, for having me. You're welcome. Um, and, and I will say that this deal if it goes through and like i said it sounds like it's pretty much done there's just like minutia as rocket would say minutia 
uh, to work out. But I will say that um, first of all, I guarantee you that if this if this deal happens, there will be by the time episode nine comes out, there will be a Blu-ray release of the original theatrical cut of the Star Wars trilogy on Blu-ray. I guarantee it. Um, because the only movie Lucas has any real degree of creative control over anymore is A New Hope because of the deal that Fox made with him, that they hold the rights in perpetuity. Once Disney buys up Fox, that deal's bye-bye. Um, so I guarantee you that there will be a, an original theatrical cut of the story, which is what the fans want. The f- can you, mm-hmm. you get you feel me with this? You you with me on this? The fans want to see the the, the Star Wars movies we all grew up with. I want to be able to show my nephew say these are movies. Yeah, you know I want to show him the original. Th- you know, like I said, and don't get me wrong, I'm grateful to George Lucas for for bringing the special editions out because that was how I got to see Star Wars uh, the original trilogy in theaters. But at the same time, yeah. a lot of those changes were just stupid. Like earlier, we joked about Han shooting for you know, Greedo and Han shooting who shot first. That was a stupid edit. That was a stupid change. Of course Han shot first. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like Han shooting first. I mean, it was just like George Lucas was a kid playing with new toys. Oh, I can do this. Let's try. Let's mess with this. I mean, I get him trying to to insert the scene with Jabba the Hutt that they cut from the original theatrical cut. I appreciate him trying to do that, but that really wasn't great CGI. You know, of course, no. back then I CGI. Was excited. I, I will admit that wasn't the thing I was most excited about when I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, I could have lived without that. But I'm just saying, you know, I appreciate him trying to, re- you know, use that footage because sure. the reason why the reason why they didn't use that footage in the original Star Wars was they didn't have the 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 practical effects to pull Jabba off at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. So I get it. It was a nice try, but no. <laughs> but I'm saying, like I said, a lot of those changes were just pointless or stupid. It was just like, and you know. The one movie he messed with the least, Empire Strikes Back, is the one everyone agrees is the best. Yeah. Yeah. I I would like to let anybody listening know about what actually is going to Disney in this deal. It'll be the Fox's Fox Film and TV Studios, FX Network, National Geographic Network, Fox Registered Sports Networks, Fox's thirty percent interest in Hulu. Fox's 39% interest in Sky. Fox's 50% interest in Edom, the Edomol Shine Group, and something called Star India. Yeah. That's a rough list of what they're going for. And I will say wow. this. I will say this, that if this deal goes through, I guarantee you instead of opening up their own streaming service, they're ju- Disney's just going to put their content up on Hulu. Yeah. And I mean, wow. wh- why why not use that existing infrastructure? Right, uh, and you know. it's, it's yeah, it's 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 base already. This is huge because yep. Fox has been having some real issues with uh, in Britain dealing with. Is it Sky? Is it the Sky system in Britain? I think so. And yeah, and they've been go- because uh, 
some of Murdoch's journalists, and I use that in quotes, went and, 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 the, and the, the, the little girl that got kidnapped, and they hacked her phone, and yep. they, they, they did some real shit, and it's like, they, they've been tr- Fox has been trying to insert itself into Britain, from what I understand, and failing, and now they, this may be just a huge punt. And uh, a lot from the sound of it, it's like Fox is punting. I well, mean, I, spreading, trying to spread their influence, and they're giving up. Yeah, I kind of like them getting National Geographic Network. Yeah, know, getting that because I hated the fact that 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 Rupert Murdoch bought that. It just yep. pissed me off. Well, and I will say so. The other good thing, and I and I touched on this on Tuesday, is that. We'll have the Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom, and, and I would imagine the Scrolls. The Scrolls are generally a Fantastic Four villain set, right, Kenny? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll have. Fanta- yeah, I don't know if you heard the. I don't know if you heard the news, but it looks like the Scrolls are going to be in uh, the Alien Race in the Dark Phoenix saga or movie. I thought that was uh, Captain Marvel. No. No, oh. the, uh, the, this was just revealed. Jessica Chastain is playing like the Skrull Queen. I see shape shifting alien race. Well, oh, yeah, I know what the Skrulls are. I, I'm just saying this well, is this no, is I'm news saying to me. That's how they're describing it. I'm just I know you know what they are. Okay. I'm saying that's how they're actually describing it in the press for it. Yeah. Okay, I get it. I'm sorry, Kenny, but um. No, it's all right. So so we'll basically um you know again Fantastic Four. X Men back at back in control, you know, back in Marvel's control, and like I said, like I said, you know, this will light a fire under Sony. I think that if this deal goes through, we will have the rights to Spider Man revert to Marvel Studios by twenty twenty. Yeah, we'll we'll see about that, you know. Um, but uh, but the the thing is, uh, you know, what I'm excited about and what a lot of people have been speculating is that this might actually get Hugh Jackman out of retirement because he's always wanted to be in one of the big team movies with, you know, the the Avengers actors. So I, I, I that this is an interesting thing too is how how do you guys think um Marvel should handle the acquisition of the X-Men? Should they try and maybe take a cue from what DC television is doing and say that this is a parallel universe? You know, now that they're getting into grander, more cosmic um, type uh, events in uh, in the MCU. I mean, obviously, the Infinity War and, you know, the Infinity Gauntlet and the reality gem and everything. They're going to they're going to do that. They're going to fuck with things. They have Faggy or Faye, whatever. Uh, Feige has already come out and said, you know, the the landscape for the Marvel, uh, the MCU is, is going to be very changed after the Infinity War. So that, to me, is saying that they're going to say, yeah, um, there's going to be some reality warping going on. Yeah. Well, if they if they do get the Fantastic Four and they redo the Fantastic Four or they include them in the universes. It would be very nice. Um, uh, I don't know if they would do it, but remember the Beyonder. Mm-hmm. That would be cool to somehow bring him into it. Although they could try oh, yeah. redoing Galactus. You know that? Oh, please. No. Please. Yeah. 
because I was I was a little disappointed with that. And Fantastic Four was one of the ones that I majorly collect, collected that in Iron Man. So. Well, you didn't like Galactus as a big purple cloud. <laughs> it was kind of really, really bad. But uh, another, full of suck. Yeah, another thing that another facet that Cat um, just put in chat is that Fox Sports is declaring surrender to ESPN as well. So that's oh, you know wow. just another thing. That's why they're trying to trying to dump Fox Sports. So can 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 they acquire Fox News and dump them too? No, that's one of the things that but, Mur- that that Murdoch is. Keeping. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> Put Sean Hannity in a fucking dumpster. Fire oh, sale. Yes. I think oh. that um, in Britain they uh, pulled Fox News because nobody watched it. Yeah, yeah. I heard that, and uh, the, I think they were also they dinged them for being essentially propaganda too. Yeah. Also, over in Britain, they have a real news source, you know, BBC News. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know they don't they don't pull punches. I'll actually watch that on, you know, Fake news. the TV all the time. So, yeah, that's yeah. big. I'm I am wow. I mean, I just look at Fox as like this big octopus with tentacles going everywhere, and they're losing National Geographic. They're losing, oh my God, it's just it's like wow. All that they're really gonna have left after this is Fox News. And broadcasting, they're they're and uh, broadcast. yeah, yeah. But I mean, wow. just think about it like this. I mean, will really if Fox News isn't as popular, you know, it isn't the revenue generator they claim it is. Oh, we get the best ratings. We got the best ratings. 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 Look at the size of my dick. Um, we're gonna see that as soon as they no longer have the studios to, you know, the movie revenue to prop up bad uh, numbers. I- I, I believe that Fox does get the ratings because there's a s- significant amount of our population that thinks that's stupid, crazy crap. But here's the problem. Just having ratings isn't going to help you when you're getting um, the people that put the, the sponsors are pulling their support because of the batshit crazy. I mean, all of a sudden you got boycotts, to be, you know, and, and all of a sudden. When when Fox's money starts drying up, oh oh, <laughs> I don't care how much ratings you get. When you're when you're funny, when your money supply is drying up, that's it. Close up shop. Hit them in the wallet. Love it. Yes. So, uh, I I haven't seen anything about an announcement, a formal announcement, but I would imagine it'll be sometime within the next week or two. Yeah, they. Uh, I just saw, like yesterday or maybe today, that they were just, um, you know, reading through the fine print. Yeah, like I said, the minutia. You know, but it sounds like this is definitely going to happen, and I think I, I like I said, I think the big winner for this is going to be Marvel, Marvel Studios, and I guarantee you that once mm-hmm. this deal goes through, they will start running Fantastic Four comics again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it, yeah, I think so. But, I, I you know, again, um, the whole I would point love to see how they handle. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Kenny. Go ahead. Well, I mean, it wasn't the whole point of them no longer running the comic series to, to basically, you know, undercut 
Fox, you know, because Fox was just doing so terrible with the pro- property, but refusing to let it revert. The fans said, "Okay, we're going to make it worthless by not printing comics anymore." Mm. And wasn't that wasn't that what they oh, basically said? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. That, that was that was part of it. Uh, oh. Another important, another oh. important thing regarding the X Men franchise right now is Brian Singer's being sued for rape. Hello. Oh dear. Did you Brian. guys see that? Brian uh, Singer's accused of raping a 17-year-old boy on a yacht. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, He's being sued for that. And so that, honest to God, you know, uh, I don't know where that's going to leave the next X-Men movie. I mean, they're already showing stuff for it. Was he attached attached to that? Uh, I think he was, wasn't he? What's the name of the next movie again? Dark Phoenix? Dark Phoenix, I think. Oh my! My 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 oh. Mitchell. Oh yeah. Let me see here. Let me see wow. here. This is really shaking everything. Oh, it's Simon Kinberg. Simon Kinberg's the director. And produced by Brian Singer, but the producer—I mean, that's not a major role in the movie, is it? I mean, he's not. It's not. You know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of it, it, being a producer is kind of a an honorary title for people you know it's like yeah that's not i mean they have some pull but not enough to really although yeah yeah. oh he's the one that was fired from the queen film oh the queen biopic yeah yeah, I think he was. Yeah, he was. He was. He. I. I. I'm not. As I said, I'm not good with names. But yeah, looking at this article, he was also fired from that. Oh, and there's another Production. big. There's another big change coming. Uh, that is that Snyder, Zack Snyder, is out of the DCEU. Yeah, I heard about that. And, oh, good. Uh, again, I want to say. I want to say this. I feel ho- horrible for the loss of his daughter this year. That yes. is no family should have to go through that. Yeah. But I am glad that Warner Brothers. I'm glad that Legendary Pictures. I'm glad that the DCEU has finally recognized what I've been saying all along. Brian Singer shouldn't have been able, been allowed to helm these movies. Well, and, and I will say, I think that what what the catalyst for that was was the the positive reception of Wonder Woman, which is the movie that Zack Snyder had the least influence on. That was yeah. that was that was uh Patty Jenkins baby. And yeah. it, it I mean the one movie Zack Snyder had practically no creative control over is the one that was received the best and re energized the DCU. And I don't think that was lost on Warner Brothers. I think they, you know, no. I think they, you know, they looked at it and said, okay, what's the common factor between all these crappy movies that have come out? Snyder, all right, he's out. Yeah. I mean, seriously, they gave him so much leeway for so long, and you know, the reviews I'm hearing, I don't even want to go see Justice League, and I can't believe I'm uttering those words. I've been waiting my entire life for a Justice League movie, but. The trailers, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, it it looks so dull. Yeah. I mean, well, it, that's... It, I mean the the color palette of that movie, I mean, there might as well just be a black background in every scene because that's what it looks like to me. It's uninteresting. It's got a, a, a really gross muted color palette. 
Um, it, it, it's almost like he took to heart in the in, from Man of Steel that oh well you can't you know level that kind of horrendous destruction in a city full of people. So now every scene that's in a fight is like this really bleak, gross warehouse district. You know, it's like no, you can have real you know real world backgrounds look at the avengers they sh you know yeah there was all kinds of crazy carnage that happened there but they showed captain america saving people yeah just so super show superman saving one person and you've kind of redeemed yourself you know i mean but it, i i mean it, it it just looks bad uh go ahead john i cut you off um where i think uh because uh, my PT guy and I, we get, we talk movies while, uh, you know, working out and stuff. Well, if you're rapping, you're not working hard enough. Anyway, um, like, he went and saw Justice League. And I'm like, he said it was okay, you know, but, like, nobody really knew who the characters were. And I'm like, exactly, that's what Marvel did so great. Like, you know, before Avengers, Marvel put out Captain America and Iron Man and, like, there was Hulk movies and stuff. And, like, you know, going into Avengers, you knew who these characters were. But what DC is doing that can't seem to, you know, figure out this formula is, you know, they'll do, like, yeah, they put out Wonder Woman, you know, great. You know who Batman is. You know who Superman is. But, like, you know, Cyborg and The Flash, like, you know, and Aquaman. Although, side note, Aquaman is a terrible hero. <laughs> but, like, mm -hmm. they, but like, DC... <coughs> DC didn't, like... Jesus, I can't fucking talk. God, spit it out, Junior. Like, DC didn't... They didn't follow that formula. Like, oh, hey, you know, we're going to be different, you know? We're going to put out Justice League before the Flash movie or before we do, like, a movie on Cyborg or whatnot. Like, it's that's why movies like, well, bless their shit, but like, that's why their movies don't get uh, ranted about because you don't know who the characters are when you go in. Like, you know, people don't know that Cyborg was an athlete and was in an accident and his father, you know, basically turned him into a robot. Um, well, you know, you wouldn't know who the Flash was if you have never seen, like, The Flash on the CW. Like, you wouldn't know that, like, Barry Allen was in this accident, you know, with, like, Star Labs, and he's super fast and shit. Like, you I, wouldn't... Mm -hmm. You don't know that. Well, and I will say this. I, I Of all the Justice League characters in that in the Justice League movie, I think Cyborg is the worst possible choice for a solo movie. I, and I'm not saying that to be mean. It's just, I mean... There are certain characters that work best as a team, as part of a team. And Cyborg has traditionally always been on a team, not solo. I see that. Now, uh, also, I mean, you see the Hulk movies, as I recall, never really did well box office-wise. But as a as a co-star in, like, with Thor and whatnot, he's, you know, nailing it. I mean, that's Well, fun, but though, that's, that's, Mark, that's Mark Ruffalo. I think that's all. I think yeah. Ruffalo... Okay. Ruffalo has kind of rehabilitated the Hulk as a character. Yeah, and, because yeah. Ang Lee's dis depiction was terrible. It was bullshit. Um, I mean, the one Edward thing... Norton did a better job with it, but I, I do agree with Adam that, like, 
you know, um, Mark Ruffalo has made the Hulk his own. And, and that's important. And I will also so say that, I, that there's no actor that can do the cyborg justice. It's no, I'm saying to do a solo movie. On. I'm, I'm saying that Cyborg is not a great solo movie character. Uh, solo movie character. Right. You can you okay. can do that with the Flash. You can do that with Aquaman. I mean, there's so much great material. Especially like I said, mm-hmm. I really like the ink. I really like the fact that they're drawing from the Justice League cartoon in terms of this warrior, this badass warrior king angle. And they're kind of and Jason Momoa. From what I'm told, he's supposed to be one of the highlights of of Justice League in that his portrayal of Aquaman was just really well received and, and again oh, oh. I, I think that the again the the issues with justice league no one has said from like i've i've read the reviews and whatnot and the negativity isn't about the the individual characters except cyborgs kind of bland you know but like people have praised uh ezra miller as as flash um gal gadot of course as wonder woman very well received Jason, like I said, Jason Moa is doing what Mark Ruffalo did with the Hulk, making Aquaman his own. And I think, like I said, the badass Warrior King, that's a great angle for this character instead of having him be that joke from the, I you agree. know, from the old oh, super... Meanwhile, at the, at the League of... Uh, uh, you know. Oh, God, yes. I and, and that's a role that, that Momoa plays very well. Yeah. So... You know, and, and I mean, Momoa, Jason Moa is, is a very gifted actor. Um, I'm, I'm excited for the Aquaman movie. And I'm really hoping they kind of dip into some of the... Like I said, I think that it's not a coincidence, Kenny, that the best DCEU movies are the ones that look towards the DC animated universe for inspiration. And you could tell which ones those are. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, 20, 30 years after it came out, folks. 20, well, I guess it's 25. 25 years later, Batman the Animated Series, still the gold standard for a kid's cartoon. For kids' superhero cartoon, that's not coincidence. No. Yeah, it did well. Now, when you look at how uh, the DC people have tried, because they've been playing catch up with Marvel, because Marvel got the formula right, they're kicking ass and raking in huge money, and the people in the DC are desperate. You can, it's like they're so the desperation is so obvious when they're they're rushing to put out oh look we got to they've got this mar you know uh, avenger movie thing going we got to do our thing and get our thing out there and they rushed it you know i i have to agree with john that you know they did a little more character developments a little, few more prequels they they might have made something better of this but it's... that's what you're saying about the palette but to me story is more important than little bit but yeah i mean just tell a good story yeah and it's not just that i think it's not just that marvel you know marvel is be is whipping dc's ass with d with d-list characters i mean doc you know doctor strange not an a-lister captain america isn't even really considered a-list deadpool yeah what are you talking about captain america's a-list he's got an a on his forehead come on (laughs) But, I mean, like, I, I would well, say Deadpool, that... Deadpool was a fox. Yeah, film. Deadpool is fox. So, you know, we... we but you see what I'm it's saying, though, Marvel. with this, Kenny? Yeah. You see what I'm saying, though, with this? Is that, you know... I mean, they're they're not just building a better universe. They're building it with characters that generally were, were considered lesser. You know, like... 
you know, I, I mean, they built this entire universe without Spider-Man, who is one of their most recognizable, you know, one of the most recognizable superheroes. They built it without the X-Men. Um, I will say, I'm really hoping that if Marvel, if this deal happens and Marvel gets, you know, Marvel gets access to the X-Men, I want them to, to please, please handle Storm better. John, you've yeah. known me for you know me for well, what? Nine years about? Yeah. You you've heard me say this time and time again, Kenny, you have too. Halle Berry is a beautiful woman and a gifted actress. And I you know, I will never take that from her. But the thing is that her beauty and Storm's beauty are two different things. I want them to to handle story. They got to go back to basics, which is this is a woman who was worshipped as a goddess, and that's because she exudes this majesty, this majestic beauty, and that's not Halle Berry's beauty. That I mean, like I said, she's well. a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman, but she doesn't. You know, Storm is supposed to exude this majesty. You know, like I said, she was worshipped as a goddess, not ju- and not just because she could manipulate the weather. She was just this very majestic woman who, you know, I mean, come on. she, You know, we actually may see Storm and Black Panther, Kenny, married in the DC, or in the uh, Marvel, anime, uh, uh, Marvel MCU. So what actress would you pick? I, I'd have to, you know, seriously think about that. Yeah. Well, um, um, I... Mean- I, I, I Go ahead. We're we're over, but I don't care. I want to say a girly thing real quick. Uh, Jason Momoa versus Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth's abs all the way. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm really hope Chris's. Yes. I just want to read a tweet from Chris Evans from the other day. After he retweeted a CNBC uh, thing about the Walt Disney 21st Century Fox deal. Uh, he tweeted out, so who do I talk to about a Cap Human Torch buddy comedy spinoff? I'm thinking planes, trains, and automobiles meets the parent trap. <laughs> See, and that's the thing is oh, that, boy. you know, and that's one of the sort of stuff I'm talking about when I talk about celebrities who embrace their status in nerd culture. Like, Mark Camel, he's gone all in. Yes. You know, of course there's more to him than Luke Skywalker, but he's embraced that, you know, he is always going to be a part of nerd culture. And he's like, I'm just going to make the best of it while I, while I can. You know, and Chris Evans is kind of at that stage too, even if he may be hanging up his shield. Um, I'm hoping that Marvel will consider uh, at least talking to uh, Evans and Hemsworth about maybe extending their contracts, especially after Thor Ragnarok. We have to have another movie with Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. You know, we'll see. We should start wrapping it up, though, because I'm getting a bit of a, a sinus headache tonight. Uh-oh. All right, well, yeah, so don't forget Midnight Sun tonight. We'll be doing a Video Game Awards special, uh, gay, uh, music from, uh, you know, properties that we know are going to be coming back in 2018, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and, of course, all the other shows uh, here on Indie Music Radio. Uh, John, what do you got for us on the way out, sir? Uh, tomorrow, Southern Progressive Revival, I'm doing um, some not-so-known effects of animal bites. Um, spoiler, there's a spider in Brazil that if uh, if it bites you, 
you will get a raging erection that could possibly kill you. Oh wow! <laughs> wow! I mean, I've heard of this, but the head kill you? No. I'm teasing. What is it about South America and animals or in- insects that affect men's genitalia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, it, in in a um in a race between like, like most deadliest, like Australia will like outpaces Brazil. Like South America with like its fucked up like side effects. Like oh hey you know you're just walking along in the forest in the rainforest. And like, oh, hey, you know, Brazilian wandering spider. And, you know, it feels threatened. Like, bam, you're hard for, you know, until you can get the doctor. Wow. So it, <sighs> it, it, it basically gives you like a pre epit Is it called pre Pre-epitism. Yeah, a pre condition. Oh, oh. Yep. and those are painful to get rid of from what I've read. All right. <laughs> I gotta do this after John. We'll be we'll, we'll finish in a second. But here, you- good time, Monarch. Because the minute you finish your little speech, I'm gonna kill you. What are you, Obi Wan Kenobi? Just look at you schmucks. I don't think I'm the one in danger here, considering the sad fact that right below you flows the mighty Amazon, teeming with the most gruesome fish to ever. The piranha? No. The shark? No. The piranha? No. Shut up! This isn't a quiz. <laughs> right. <clears throat> the dreaded Candiru. A naughty little fish with a penchant for swimming up a man's urethra. To feed on the damaged tissue of the pitiful mass of flesh you once called your penis! That is a total vi- That's what you missed when you were out last time, Kenny! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fun. Alright. <laughs> Miles, you got uh, I'm gonna punt. I'm gonna take it easy. Uh, you know, uh, every holidays are coming. Everybody be safe. Be warm. Um, yeah. Sorry, punt. Enjoy the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michelle, what do you got for us? Um, another news article that was missed during the uh the the, the Trump the the current Trump debacle and craziness and all that. You have to be more specific than that. Well, another pipeline exploded, and this one killed two farmers. Oh, dear. Yep. So we're, um, you know, we're we're covering, we we have to listen to Trump's craziness, and we're missing the stories like the high school shooting in New Mexico, and the the pipeline exploding. Although pipelines are supposed to be super safe and not do that sort of stuff. Didn't you know that? So that's my parting shot. We need to pay attention to the news that's out there that the media, the the uh, more mainstream media, are not uh, uh, putting in the limelight while Trump has his crazy goofiness. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you. All right, Kenny, what do you got? Uh, I want to see a return to form with fantasy film ball next week on. Oh, cool. uh, it, on uh, uh, Mike Check Radio, what movie? I still have the outsta- the outstanding idea of for Fantasy Film Ball of five movies that are not re- connected that you could potentially fit into one universe. Five unrelated films that you would recommend to somebody that could be related. You know what I mean? 
Okay. That's gonna be tough. M make make your make your own shared universe with five movies you like. It could be, you you know you could like say okay well you know Monty Python and the Holy Grail and Brazil or something you know you know though though they share the same universe whatever you know I mean those are just weird examples but you know you could say. Uh, uh, like Air Force One and Raiders of the Lost Ark, even though. Uh, <laughs> so even, it doesn't matter if they have a minor weird. connection. Yeah, if there's it, it, it doesn't have to have a connection at all. Okay. Um, it could just be thematic. It could be, um, you know, because I've had this idea in my head for a while, and I already have my movies picked out of of movies that I would happily watch all like back to back. And just in my head, say, yeah, that could totally happen in this movie's universe. Okay. So. All right, everyone, do you understand your homework? Yes. Oh, and Cat uh, has the has a great suggestion for Storm, Lupita Nyong'o. Yeah, she's beautiful. I I I want to see her as Storm. We gotta try. We gotta at least try, right, guys? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and watch Get Out. It's on HBO right now. It's a great movie. Yes, we have it saved. I can't wait to watch it. All right. Anything else before it, we go? Oh, it comes at night. Um, not so good. <laughs> I was looking forward to that movie. Not that great of a movie. Oh no. Is there any little, any relationship? Any relation to the Mystery Science Theater three thousand movie? It lives by night. Uh no. But hey, you could work on that for your uh, five uh, non-connected movies in your fantasy uh, shared universe. That yeah, I, I don't think anyway. All right, that's it for us. Everyone, have a great week. We will see you next next Saturday night. And uh, that's it for us. Uh, as soon as I find the clip, bye. Time for go to bed. Right, it is late. Shall we retire? Goodbye, my friends. Goodbye to you all. I'll never forget you. Live in peace. Goodbye, all. Stay happy and good luck. On our way to great adventures. Get out of here. Disgusting worm. Push the button, Frank. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. Visitors, thank you for your attendance.